0: Blog talk radio
1: the soundboard hilarity continues this week on wide men can't jump.
0: Dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gotta love it. I attempt to rectify the situation from Canada. <laughs> That's
1: about it.
0: Let's yeah, see when, well, it well, when
1: it starts playing again. When it starts playing again, it'll be fun because uh, it'll repeat itself several times like it likes to do. So while we wait. It is the NBA Draft Show. We're all excited for that, aren't we, Tim?
2: Oh, um, like, what is it? Peach seeds through a dog?
1: <laughs> Something like that.
2: <laughs> all right. No, no, I'm, I'm ready for this. This, this could it's be, gonna be a good
1: one. We're waiting on We're, our other drafter. He's supposed to be joining us any uh,
2: minute. We're also waiting on the made, introduction the show. Has anybody made uh, uh, adjustments for the trade that uh, today that saw a draft
1: shouldn't, towns. That shouldn't affect much, honestly, uh, from the mm-hmm. trade that went through today. That's at least from what play. I'm seeing. I mean, oh. I may need to. A- oh.
0: Hey, here oh, we go. We the go. introduction hey. decided to play. You're listening to Wide Man Can't
1: Jump on the Wide Man Radio Network located at slash Wide men Can't Jump.
2: I loved you so much. You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the
1: Wide Men Radio Network, located at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump and at widemencantjump.com. Here's the best pod in sports, bringing you all the NBA highlights, analysis, and even some college basketball analysis as well. This show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. News and CanBay.com. You can find this show at iTunes, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you find podcasts, as well at WidemenCan'tJump.com. Now let's go to the flagship program in this episode of Wide Men Can't Jump.
2: Very nice background vocals,
1: Tim. Well, good job. I'm proud of you.
2: The Seven Nation Army couldn't stop this pod.
1: (laughs) No, it couldn't. But uh,
3: (laughs) I'll
1: tell you what, Tim, this is a very special podcast, one of our favorites every year. And what we're going to do now is we're going to run through our great sponsors that are bringing you this show, and we are going to allow us to go through this without any interruption. So first, we do want to tell you, Stay Classy Meats has got everybody excited I know that uh, the bacon that I fried up yesterday was fantastic. Uh, Stay Classy Meats. Again, go to stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code WIDEMEN. 10% off your purchase. They are fantastic. Check them out. I still got some uh, bite buffalo ribeyes I need to fire up soon. So Yes, you do. And there's background Josh Brown letting me know. But uh, we definitely want to do that. But we also want to thank all of our other great sponsors. And here we go. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game system, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say... Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing, assemble, and head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or, again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. Are you sick of the boring same old campsites with the same old girls and the same boring content? Well, now's your chance to jump over to a brand new website called cambay.com. C-A-M-B-A-E.com. When you're on CamBay, whatever you want and whatever you desire is right at your fingertips. Be sure to join right now and use promo code WIDEMEN to get 20 free credits on cambay.com. Use those credits to go towards whatever your fantasy is and make sure that you know CamBay.com wants to make you as happy as you can be. Be sure to join right now. Again, it's CamBay.com, C-A-M-B-A-E.com. And unlike college, it's not going to take you guys 20 free credits to finish. So join CamBay.com right now. Use promo code WIDEMEN and get your free credits. (laughs) Again, thank you to our wonderful sponsors, that is Stay Classy Meats. Use promo code Men at StayClassyMeats.com to save 10% on your purchase. Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Check them out. Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. dot and New Law Office. It's NewLawOffice.com. Check them out as well and get your free consultation. All right. Joining us now is the other drafter tonight, Jeff. Welcome back, Jeff. What's going
2: on? Two-liter Jeff. Two-liter Jeff. Two-liter Jeff. You got to ask.
1: Well, you don't need to yeah, know. Yeah, don't ask. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> don't need
2: to know
0: you, you need to ask. <laughs> the, way this breaks,
1: the, the way this breaks down is Tim will basically be the host of this here draft. He'll randomize who gives out their pick. I'll pick. Or Jeff will pick, and we'll both pick. Um, you know the same picks in order. We're going to do all sixty picks here over the next two hours or so. So this is our draft special, second annual draft special. Excited for it. But to kick off the draft, let's kick it off the
0: right way. <laughs> Yeah, ladies I know and the gentlemen welcome
2: thing. and uh, ladies and gentlemen welcome to a sold out arco arena i'm mal michaels <laughs> all right Tim, all all I lead I us in the direction where we may go all right, my let's get this underway let's, let's get the ball rolling here with the first pick the new orleans Pelicans, nate bush who you got
1: the biggest no-brainer of the draft, Zion Williamson, 6'6", 280-pound, power forward out of Duke. He's a freshman, and he's going to be the next big thing. The Pelicans take the consensus number one
4: in this draft. Uh, <laughs> you have no argument for me. Smartest thing you're uh, going to say all night. Uh, was Zion Williamson – I. What's their uh, the starting five going to look like after taking him?
0: Uh, well, we'll, have to, after the we'll trade. have to wait and see. We'll have
4: to wait yeah, and see once he gets the fourth pick.
2: Yeah, that's on, that's still up for grabs yet. Do so.
4: you think so? You don't think Randall will start?
2: Randall opted out. Randall may not even yeah, be there. He's, Nick. Yeah, he's a possibility of not even playing for them. Yeah. But, I mean, he
1: may oh, come well, back. I don't know. It depends on what they offer him.
2: One would think that would, if that doesn't isn't enough to make him want to go back there, but yeah, I guess money will play a part in it. But uh, it will. So we would have to agree that the overall number one consensus, unless you're living in another world, would be Mr.
0: Williamson. I wonder
4: if you could. What's the odds of uh, betting like on one of those gambling websites of what Williamson's odds is to going on number one?
2: Hard to say.
4: I would think that. I, I don't you really think they'd touch that? Well, I mean, they'd they touch everything else, but yeah, they'd I don't
2: probably. know. I don't know because you wouldn't, you wouldn't think there'd be really any you had to money. You'd to probably be bet almost there.
4: 100 just to win $1 more than likely.
2: I would think. Not oh, definitely. That. that may be well, the all safest so that's bet the, ever, uh,
4: though. Yeah, that, that's
2: that got to be – can you think of one previously that would be as no-brainer as this one?
0: The Andrew Uh, Wiggins
1: one was a pretty, was pretty much a slam dunk. I mean, everybody, everybody knew uh, Ben Simmons was going number one. There's really only been like a handful of years where there hasn't really been a whole lot of, yeah, this is, you know, we don't know. Uh, The year Anthony Bennett went number one, I think was a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No. Nobody knew who Cleveland was going to take that year, but other than that, usually the number one pick it's, Pretty well known.
2: I'm just gonna look that up first. Uh, all right. So anyway, moving forward. Uh, 2 leader Jeff. Why don't you give us your number two selection for the Memphis Grizzlies?
4: I have them uh, taking Morant from uh, Murray State. Uh, thing I like about him, I always liked watching Stockton Malone. He really. I'm watching him during the tournament and uh, some of his games during the year. He he uh, runs the pick and roll really well. So, uh, um, you know, uh, some some of the uh, teams now don't necessarily run it a whole lot, but uh, uh, I really like him as a player. And I'd like to see him went to the Knicks, but, you know, it's not going to happen.
0: Well, Take I me. mean,
1: Morant's, uh 6'3", 175-pound point guard from Murray State, it was very easily the number two pick. For Memphis, Um, the dude's just a machine in terms of of the way he plays at point guard. A little small for a lot of people in terms of, like, being skinny, but still a very talented player and a guy who will do well. He's the sophomore out of Murray State. But I think Morant's going to be – he's got a good shot. He can score at will. He plays the pick and roll well. Morant's going to be the, the consensus pick for Memphis, after the, especially they make the trade today uh, to trade Mike Conley. They get Grayson Allen, Jay Crowder. Um, I believe they Grayson get Utah's Alex. pick. Yeah, this pick this year, and uh, Kyle Korver as well in Memphis. So they're banking on Morant being their point guard of the future. So I think Memphis, that's an easy – That's a no-brainer. All
2: right. All right, just to throw this up here, the only figure I can find is from – March and they've got Williamson at minus three hundred to go number one. Wow. Wow. So that's not much of a bet. You're gonna have to throw up a lot of money to make very little. All right. Oh, um uh, moving on to the number three hole with uh what should be a no brainer, but considering it's the New York Knicks, <laughs> one can't be sure, but let's go to uh let's go back to two leader Jeff on the Knicks pick.
4: Well, as you said, considering they uh, actually tried out Darius Garland today, but uh, I think they uh, they came out and said that they were locked in on R.J. Barrett, so that's a good sign for Knicks fans. And uh, I believe he'll be the second player from Duke in the top three taken in the draft.
2: One's got to wonder who from the Knicks uh, woke up.
4: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, You know that's. It's been abysmal for the last 20 years since they made the finals in 1999. It's really been.
2: I mean, they've made no they've made no changes in their front office or anything like that, have
4: they? I don't think not so. That, not that I'm aware of. So who got enlightened over there all of a sudden? Maybe they maybe they actually turn on ESPN and say, hey, maybe we should listen to these guys or listen to somebody other than what's going on with them because they've they've uh, passed on some really good picks over the years. And uh, <laughs> Lord it I mean, that's an understatement.
2: Um, uh, but yeah, I'd say they're starting to listen to their fan base for a change.
4: I don't think they could listen to almost anybody
2: and be and do better. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no yeah, yeah, no argument from me. Big Nate, want to weigh in on that? Well, I'm
1: gonna go with RJ Barrett as well. Um, the Knicks will finally make a good pick for once. Uh, they finally decide to make a uh, a pick that's that's worth it. So the Knicks will take Barrett. Uh, he's a six seven shooting guard, two hundred ten pounds out of Duke. He was a freshman, was rated the number one player uh, coming out of high school, but uh, got overtaken by Zion Williamson um, after that freshman year at Duke. But Barrett's a great player. He does he does great things. He's nice and long actually has an inch on Zion Williamson in terms of height. However, can't jump out of the gym like him, not as physical. But um, the Knicks will like R.J. Barrett. Uh, they're not going to get Anthony Davis, so they compare him with Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, and, and guys like that. A lot of young players in New York. Uh, the talk was they would land Durant in the offseason. Well, a lot of good that's going to do him now, considering Durant's probably not going to play next year. Um, they still have cap room to make some moves, but they're going to build around this core of Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, and Kevin Knox. So I believe that will be the way the Knicks go in this draft. The first three picks in this draft were kind of Solid, as far as I'm concerned.
2: All right. Well, let's move on to the fourth one, which is owned by the Pelicans. Uh, Kind of an interesting pick here, possibly, uh, whether they pick for themselves or pick to maybe move the pick, or to trade it, I mean, not to move it, but to trade it. Uh, Big Nate, who you got at number
1: four? The uh, number four pick, this was where things start to get interesting. I had this pick with the Lakers. I had it being a completely different person than what I have for the Pelicans. Um, The rumor was the Pelicans were looking to move this pick for Bradley Beal from Washington. I don't think that's going to happen now. I don't know if that deal is going to work out, but I'm looking at this pick, the Pelicans, if you're smart, There's a position the Pelicans seem to have neglected nearly every year without Anthony Davis. So this year, with the fourth pick, they should go ahead and solidify that position. That would be the small forward position and take DeAndre Hunter, sophomore out of Virginia. He's 6'7", 225, led the Cavaliers to a national title this year, and he can play both the three, and he can be an undersized four, I think DeAndre Hunter would be a great fit in New Orleans. If they can't get Bear to go with Zion Williamson, DeAndre Hunter would be the next best pick there. So I think New Orleans takes DeAndre Hunter.
2: 2,000-milliliter Jeff?
4: (laughs) Uh, i got to second that. Uh, Sorry everything's been chalk, everyone, for the first four picks, but also have DeAndre Hunter going to New Orleans. He uh, played very well during the – as Nate said, winning, uh, lead, helped lead his team to a national championship and uh, made some big shots down the stretch. So, yes, uh, seems like he's got a clutch gene. And uh, if, I believe he was the uh, most outstanding player. Is that right? Or I believe you're you right. I can't remember. I believe he was during the uh, Final Four. So, uh, yeah, I believe that's. That would be a great pick for them, especially where they're. You know, uh, some people thought, know maybe they should take a point guard there, but they got ball or shooting guard. But uh, I, I agree with Nathan on that one. I, I'm going to go with uh, DeAndre Hunter as well.
1: They're starting three for all these years has been
2: Etwan Moore.
1: I mean, you've got to upgrade there eventually.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, all right, let's move on to the fifth pick, uh, the Cavs, who pretty much need everything. Pretty much. Well, you ain't lying. Uh, So, pretty much can't really go wrong here from them. But who do you figure they're going to pull out of the pile? Big Jeff. Uh,
4: I believe Ethan and I is going to differ on this one. Uh, I have Cleveland selecting Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech. He's a shooting guard. I believe Uh, they got their uh, point guard last year. And uh, I don't – think it'd be a bad pick if they maybe took another point guard, I mean, but I believe that they need to uh, fill each position as they can, and uh, I believe, uh, you know, Jarrett Culver, again, much like DeAndre Hunter was for UVA uh, during the NCAA tournament, I believe uh, Culver was outstanding as well for Texas Tech, leading them to the national championship game, and almost winning, you know, it was it was a really good game, a lot of people... Uh, May have not watched it due to who it was, but uh, it was an excellent game, one of the better national championship games. And, uh, but I believe that uh, Cleveland will really help their cause by getting a good uh, shooting guard. And another thing, he can do he can he can drive and create him himself. So I believe it would be a good selection for them.
2: All right, Nate's going to tell you why you're wrong. Go ahead, Nate.
1: Uh, his pick makes more sense than what mine's going to make. Here's the issue with that. It's the NBA draft, and it's Cleveland. So since, throw it out the window. Uh, I think Cleveland is going to go, and they're going to put Colin Sexton in a backcourt with Darius Garland, point guard out of Vanderbilt. He's a freshman, 6'2", 175 pounds. The reason I think this, because Garland, if you look at his shooting percentages, this guy might as well be a shooting guard. He's, he's a smaller shooting guard but he also doubles as a point guard. So you can kind of run two, two point guards out of that backcourt uh, with Garland and Sexton. And who's going to love having two point guards who can control the ball and two point guards that can shoot on their team? John Beeline, that too. And to me, John Beeline taking over this team is the reason why they go with Garland because of his ability to knock down long-range jumpers. So I think Garland goes to Cleveland at five.
2: All right, well, there's our first uh, difference of opinion, so that's good. Uh, Carry on, Nate. Let's go to the Phoenix Suns at number six, also a team with a lot of holes.
1: A lot of holes, but there's a glaring hole for Phoenix, and they're going to be pissed when Cleveland takes Darius Garland at five. So I'm going to say that the Phoenix Suns – now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is providing there's no trades um, in this draft. I think Phoenix is going to take Kobe White – uh, point guard, 6'5", 190 pounds from UNC. He's a freshman there. Uh, he's a dual guard. He can play point guard and shooting guard. Good size, good ball handler. And they need a point guard so bad in Phoenix. It's it's almost sad what they're throwing out there guard-wise. So, I think Phoenix needs to just go ahead and buckle down that position beside Devin Booker at the point guard slot. And Kobe White's the guy to do that.
2: What's it, you, Jeff?
4: Well, uh, Nathan had – Darius Garland going to Cleveland, so uh, and I didn't. So, uh, as he said, uh, Phoenix needs a point guard, and I'm going to have uh, have Darius Garland going to the Phoenix Suns from Vanderbilt.
0: All right,
2: that makes pretty good sense. Don't think anything anybody be too upset if those either of those predictions were to come true. So, no, I don't think so. I think no. both so both teams uh, they're
1: gonna go guard. They have to. All
2: right. So then we got in the seven hole another team.
4: A lot of holes.
2: It's Chicago, once mighty Chicago Bulls. Jeff, let's see what you got to say about the number seven. Well,
4: two uh, pretty much flip flopping with Nathan there again. Uh, he had Kobe White going to the Suns. Since I had Culver going to Cleveland, so I have the Bulls taking Kobe White from North Carolina. Um, as he said, that that's a position that they really, really need. And, and Booker uh, can stay healthy all year, or whatever. They might to be relevant once again. Who never, you never know. But uh, I believe that would be uh, the best selection for them. And he uh, he helped lead UNC uh, to the number one seed in the NCAA tournament. And I'm going to be honest with you: without him this year, I don't, I don't even know if they would have. Being an eight or nine seed, you know they would have probably snuck their way in, maybe. But without uh, without Kobe White, Carolina wouldn't have much of a much of a year, at least being competitive, anyways, as they as they're known for.
2: Big Nate,
1: well, uh, they do need a guard in a bad way, um, but I'll tell you this: they're really lacking in terms of small forward positions. And they've got a lot of talent on that team in terms of athleticism. I think that Chicago will go Jarek Culver. Uh, He's a shooting guard, but he's big enough to where he could play small forward if need be, or you could move Zach Levine over to that position as well. Uh, He's a 195-pound Texas Tech sophomore. If he's there, I think Chicago's looking at this draft more as, instead of trying to fill a position, we're going to go best available player. Because I think Chicago – has a chance to be really good this year. Uh, And if they can just add a great player like Jarrett Culver uh, to their roster, they're going to do that. There's a lot of speculation out there about them maybe grabbing Cam Reddish or maybe getting a a bigger guy when I just think they need to go best available. And Culver would be that guy in Chicago. And I think uh, he'll be a good fit there if he goes. All
2: right. Um, Okay. So, now we're maybe one or two picks away from our things but really start to get, uh,
1: taken, boy,
2: possibly. boy, you're telling me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So we go to the number eight pick, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Nate, give us the lowdown. Well,
1: Atlanta has got a lot of picks in this draft and they have the ability to stock up or maybe trade or do something like that and really build that team. And this is a pick that I think if he falls to them, he'll fit in great with what they have. And that's Cam Reddish from Duke. Uh, the freshman, he, he went down a lot of people's draft boards because he was the number three fiddle in Cameron at Duke. But you got to remember, look at what he was behind there. He's a good player. He can play the two or the three. He's six foot eight, two 210 pounds. Uh, solid player coming out of high school. And when he came into Duke, you know, a lot of people lost some confidence in him. That's the reason why he slips to Atlanta. And Atlanta, uh, they can do a lot with him, putting him with Trey Young, with John Collins, guys like that. They could finally move on from Kim Baysmore, and insert Cam Reddish into that role. And I think the Hawks doing that, they'll get a steal at eight with Cam Reddish.
2: Do you think, uh, before I get to Jeff's pick, um... The rumor was it that Atlanta had offered the eight and the ten picks to New York for the third, but that yeah, has been, I heard that, that has been I declined that. at this point.
1: Yeah, if I'm New York, I, I don't take that. Uh, the drop off from three to like four and five, I, I think is. Um, don't get me wrong, guys like DeAndre Hunter, Darius Garland, Kobe White, Jerick Culver, great players, but. I think R.J. Barrett is just—he has a different ceiling than those guys. So if I'm New York, him, I just say at three.
2: He would be for me. He would be the last of the uh, uh, that first three is the A grade.
4: Yes, absolute. All right, uh, Jeff. I have Atlanta taking Jackson Hayes, center from Texas, and uh, I believe that uh, I believe that they should beef up their front line. Um, and I'd say their next couple picks that they have actually have them taking some bigger, big guys. So, uh, it's possible. Uh, Nathan could be right on the Cam Reddish, uh, pick. Uh, I, I think he was a fourth fiddle at Duke. I can't remember the other guy that after Williamson and Barrett, there's another guy Duke had Trey right Jones.
1: off. Trey Jones.
4: Yeah. Jones. Jones. Yeah. I actually, I thought he was the third option after a while. And, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think Reddish is gonna be a bust. Um but I'm hoping I mean you hope no one that he's not, but I just I don't know the thing it seems he's just been on decline ever since he's got in uh went to Duke, uh for one reason or the other. But anyways I have Texas uh taking uh, Jackson Hayes or I'm sorry, Atlanta taking Jackson Hayes from Texas, he's center. All
2: right. So then we move on to what I think is an interesting spot, uh, Washington. Uh, the walking wounded in the Washington. Uh, we got more guys out and hurt. I see. Dwight Howard has uh, exercised his piddly option for this year, so he yeah. must be so he must be extremely hurt. He must be done. I'm guessing. <laughs> he's willing to take that. I don't think he can get any more. Uh, You know he's not getting more
1: somewhere else.
2: Yeah, uh, John Wall (laughs) is out. Don't know what's going on with him. Isn't there some rumors about Bradley Beal being traded?
1: Yeah, there's a rumor Beal wants out. Um, They got rid of Kelly Oubre. They still have maybe the second or third worst contract in basketball with Otto Porter. Uh, Washington's a mess.
2: They are an absolute mess. All right, so that all being said, who do you take at the number nine spot? Or is it nine? No, where are we at?
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah nine. nine.
2: Nine, sorry, at the number nine spot. Uh,
4: is it on me?
2: Go ahead, Jeff. Sure, why not?
4: Uh, I have them taking Cam Reddish from Duke. Small forward. And we uh, discussed him a little bit there a while ago, but uh, I believe that would be a really good option for him. Uh, and as you all touched on, the their injuries, and they've been plagued with that. So I believe uh, Washington will take Reddish. Uh, they, they probably believe he's going to be the best available player at that time, uh, unless he goes sooner. But uh, I have the Wizards taking him.
2: All right. Next.
1: I got the Wizards going in a totally different direction. I think the Wizards are going to take the first international player in the draft, Sioku Diambouye. Small forward, power forward out of France. He's 18 years old, six foot nine, 230 pounds, still growing. And this is a guy that can play multiple positions. And if Washington ever needed a power forward, small forward, now is the time with Otto Porter's horrible contract. You can ride that out. This guy's young. He's going to develop. And you can put him beside John Wall, and he can make plays happen for himself. Um, he's got to get better, you know, playing – basketball here in the states so there's going to be an adjustment period but if I'm Washington I'm not looking to win right now um, so this guy's a good investment for the future so I have them going to Washington at 9
2: you may have just won yourself the John Gruden award with that pick <laughs> man I'm not making it they are may, maybe <laughs> alright so that's, that's my first kind of okay moment so far. Uh, all right. But anyways, <laughs> I'm going by what I think the team it, it is the Wizards, do. Okay? So we have no idea what could happen there. They could draft me for all we know. Um, if they do,
1: I want some of that money.
2: I'd be more than happy to share it with all of you. All right. Uh, Sounds good. Uh, all right. At number 10, uh, the Hawks with their second pick, Nate.
1: Well, I'm going to agree with Jeff. I got him taking Jackson Hayes here at 10, uh, power forward center. Six eleven, two hundred twenty freshmen from Texas, big body, be a great compliment to John Collins. Uh, Jeff had him going at eight, I have him going at ten. Uh, I think he's a good pick there. And again, Atlanta, a lot of picks in this draft. They got another one coming up at seventeen. Uh, they can really fill a lot of their holes with some young players. They've got, you know, they still got a young Trey Young who turned into a very good star for them. John Collins has been a surprise for them. They're going to get better, and I think this draft, they're going to have a lot of picks, and if they can get maybe two guys in this draft to turn out to be good players, the Hawks are going to be dangerous in a few years, and I think Jackson Hayes can't be one of those front-line guys, one of those front-court players that they need. So, I'm going Jackson Hayes. Joe, later.
4: I have uh, Atlanta taking Brandon Clark from Gonzaga, a power forward. Uh, Clark's more known for his defense. Uh, Last few years, he's helped lead Zaga to uh I think a national championship appearance against Carolina and uh a number one seed last year in the NCAA tournament. Uh again I, I expect them to beef up their front line and I have uh, Atlanta taking Brandon Clark power forward from Gonzaga.
2: Does he have as pretty a hair as Adam Morrison?
4: I don't know if anybody has as prettiest hairs. as <laughs> Morrison. That, that sir was the correct that sir was the I correct do. answer. I do. Uh,
0: All
2: right, now moving on to the 11th spot, we'll take a brief moment of silence in memory of the season that was for the Timberwolves. Um,
1: (laughs) Boy, you're telling me, pal. uh,
2: That being said, uh, we'll go to Jeff on this one first, and then we'll hear the lamentations of Nate afterwards.
4: Well, um, I have Nathan's Timberwolves taken – how do you say his name? Sachio Dumbaya.
1: Sergio Dumbaya. From
4: France. From France, power forward. And I believe there, there's a chance that they could trade that pick. Um, if they, he does fall to them, I believe they could trade something next year. Or, you know, but
2: um, Some he's going to
4: go to the T-Wolves.
2: I think that before Nate gives his pick, I'm pretty sure Nate. I don't know if you misunderstood this or not. This is not a wrestling draft for the AWA with who you picked.
1: <laughs> you mean they can't take Ric Flair? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I thought maybe you had dipped into the Japanese wrestling pool with this pick for, for Vern well, Gagne or something like that.
1: <laughs> maybe I did. Um, my Wolves, I have taking Raul Hachimura. Small forward, power forward from Gonzaga. He's six eight, two hundred thirty five 235 pounds. Uh, they really liked him in his uh, tryout, apparently, from what I read. Uh, they did start to really fall in love with Dumbaya, but I just don't see him lasting that long, especially with teams in front of them that have a chance to, to take a flyer on a young guy out of France. Uh, Hachimura is a guy that can come in and play now. He's a junior and they are really lacking at power forward this season with Taj Gibson getting older, and Gorgie Jenks' contract um, is terrible, and they're trying to trade him. There's also been some interest from the Miami Heat in Andrew Wiggins, so you may see a bold move from Minnesota on draft night that will include this pick and possibly Andrew Wiggins to Miami for a, a lot of combinations there depending on what it may be. There's also been talk of them trying to get a point guard from somewhere. Uh they're wanting to build around Towns now. So we'll see what they decide to do uh since they're they're basically almost blowing it up again. They got to do something. They've got a superstar they got to keep happy. So mm-hmm. but I think they go Hachimura here if nobody trades the pick, that's their guy that they'll want. So that's who I'm thinking.
2: I'm going to I want to throw out there that if they do and indeed pick him, I want his nickname to be the hatchet. (laughs) I'm not sure what kind of a game he plays, but if he's a, hopefully he's a little bit, is he he a rougher guy? Because if he was a fouling kind of player, the hatchet would be beautiful. I'll I'll be the
1: first to tell you that I am never, ever, ever excited about anybody drafted out of Gonzaga. And I don't care how they turn out. I'm never excited. Um, for anybody coming out of Gonzaga, and I've
2: I've got to wonder if Minnesota is really high on them, if that's really a good thing or not.
1: Again, the, I don't know. Nathan? They were
2: high on Derrick Williams once too.
4: Oh Lord, yeah, yeah.
2: So there's there's room for error there. All right, well that is the Timberwolves, and that is how, unfortunately, you know that seems to be the bane of the lower ten or fifteen Nathan. franchises. That's what they do.
4: Nathan, touch on that for a minute. why Why don't you uh, like players coming out of Gonzaga?
1: I'm just not crazy about those Gonzaga players. They play at they play in, in a conference where they really have not a lot of competition. I'm not saying they're not good players, but how many of them come out of Gonzaga and really do a lot in the NBA? Right now, who would be the best player out of Gonzaga in the NBA right now? The first oh, thing that yeah. pops into my mind is Zach Collins. Uh, Adam Morrison was a wash. He didn't do anything. Um, you just hear Don, about all these names, especially this year. A lot of Don names.
2: Don basketball players get the same type of Northwest hype that uh, Pac-10 football quarterbacks get.
0: Yeah, and, and I feel I the same way
2: idea. about, like, Arizona.
1: So, I, I kind of look at, at Arizona players because Derek Williams really soured me. All right, here's here's the best players from Gonzaga in the league right now. There are four players in the league that played at Gonzaga currently. Zach Collins, Kelly Olynyk, Jonathan Williams, and the best player probably De, uh, DeMontis Sabonis. And Sabonis took a step back last year.
0: And I'm looking at argue. players
1: that, that played at Gonzaga yeah. right now. And there's a list of them here that uh, former Gonzaga players who played in the NBA. There's really uh, the best player, maybe Sabonis, uh, Mike Champion, Zach Collins, Austin Day, Dan Dicku, Richie Farm, Stick Elias up. Harris, Mario Casun, Adam Morrison, Kelly Olynyk, Jeremy Pargo, Demontis Sabonis, Robert Stockray, David Stockton. John, well, okay, never mind. John Stockton, John I Stockton. forgot about, forgot about him. Yeah. Okay. One out of 17. Ronnie Turioff was a decent role player. Jonathan Williams, Kyle Wiltner. Okay. I forgot about Stockton. So John Stockton. uh, and That's it.
2: They're like Kind of like for me, small school basketball schools where they might have a player that throws up them big points, but really he's a much better player in a team kind of a setting than he is as an individual. If that makes sense. Yeah.
4: I agree with you, Nathan. Uh, because I think a lot of uh, their coach, uh, I think he over the last twenty years he recruits those guys to play for college. I mean, I don't. I mean, those guys made it to the NBA eventually. But early on, you know, uh, their biggest goal was to win a the national subjects. championship. But uh, a lot of those guys, you see, they don't ever come out as freshmen or you know sophomores. Usually. Yeah, they don't. And uh, I, I, you know, I think they're college players, and they, they're, they some of them turn out to be pretty good role players in the NBA. So I agree yeah, with Yeah, other
1: you. than Stockton, there's really not a lot of evidence to support that they really turned yeah. out great players. I really, yeah, before
4: Stockton, right. after Stockton, I mean, he was the only one until the coach, I think his last name's Hugh, uh But um, he was the only one until, like, the last 20 years that was any relevance. Uh, but anyways –
2: I'll just say Boise State football. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, back to the draft uh, at the number twelve spot. Charlotte Hornets two leader.
4: Uh, I've got Michael Jordan being a, a homer and taking a Sierra Little from UNC, a small forward. Um, I could, if he lasts that long, some. I've seen on TV that some people have him one in the top ten, make crack cracking the top ten, you know, maybe going to Atlanta, possibly Washington. But I think he'll drop, and I believe uh, his Aaronis will take be a homer take, and uh, take little at the twelve spot.
2: Big Nate, Charlotte is in
1: a lot of trouble this off season because all the players are taking their horrible player options. Marvin Williams, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, guys, they need to leave and get out from underneath on the contracts, they aren't losing. Uh, Luckily, they have good guy Kemba who's willing to take a pay cut to stay there, but they need big guys in a hurry. I got him taking Brandon Clark out of Gonzaga. Woohoo, Gonzaga. We know how we feel about them. Uh, 6'8", 210 pounds. Uh, He's a big guy, big presence underneath. I don't think they'll take little because they've already got Miles Bridges at that three-guard spot. Kemba's there. They really want to use Malik Monk more. I think a power forward is their best fit right now. And Clark would fit that role nice. Even though the UNC thing is tempting that homer pick from Jordan. He does do that a lot. All
2: right. Uh, so, moving to 13. The once powerful Miami Heat. Now not quite so powerful. Uh, Nate. Well, Miami is,
1: is an enigma. They... They can either beat you half to death or lose by thirty. They're really all over the place, and they got some great young talent there. I got Miami though taking Nasir Little, the small forward. He's six foot six, two two hundred twenty five pounds from UNC. Um, he's a player that could kind of come in there. They have Justice Winslow, who's more of a defensive guy. Little can step up and play that three guard spot more offensively. Um, they, they've they just got so many players that would benefit from getting out of Miami. I'm looking at Josh Richardson. I'm looking at uh, guys like that. And then I think Little would be a good replacement for Justice Winslow, who hasn't proven to be a great offensive star there. So I think they go Little here at 13. Really not – once you get past, I think, 10 or 11, that's when things just start to get murky here in this draft.
4: Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, I've got uh, Miami taking the hatchet.
2: <laughs> ah, that's that's already working. I love it. Hashtag
4: <laughs> no, <suck> it. <laughs> from Gonzaga power forward. I think Nathan had him going ten, maybe at to, or eleven. Not, eleven <laughs> to your boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, trust me. Uh, I
1: don't want him, but they do.
4: I believe he'll drop to Miami, and uh, you know, as you were touching on, he'll beef up some of their big, bigger guys. All right. Well,
2: that leads us to. The Celtics, who are in a bit of a mess. Uh, Horford, I'm not sure what's going on with him now. I guess he opted out. And there was talk I heard today about he did not care for their offer. Um,
0: Yeah, Horford's
2: gone. And this is their first of three picks. Although they're all fairly low, but still, three first-rounders is three first-rounders. Big Jeff. That's fair for you.
4: Well, Holford, he turned down a $30 million option, correct? I mean, yes. I'm not sure. you,
2: I'm not sure you know what think he's, he's looking get for. get that anywhere else? Yeah, I'm not sure. No, he not at all. He's, where he's going to come mean, up that, with more than that.
4: I mean, he must really want out of there.
2: Well, unless he's, uh, looking, he, unless he's looking for term, maybe.
4: Yeah, long term,
1: yeah. I guess. I think that's but, what it is. I think it's what
4: it is. It would have to be, I would think. It could be a combination, like I said, to get out of there. And, but anyways, uh, I have Boston taken uh, Tyler Harrow from uh, UK as a shooting guard. Uh, made some big shots during the NCAA term. I believe he made a big three-pointer to get to the Sweet 16 or win a Sweet 16 game, I believe it was. I can't remember exactly who it was against, but uh, I believe that uh, they need to improve that position. And uh, I believe they will. Taking him, he, you know, he's stone cold shooter. Doesn't mind taking the the big shot down the stretch. He's proven that, and I believe that's the type of uh, player that Brad Stevens would like to have on his team.
2: Sure enough, Nate.
1: Well, I have the Boston Celtics finishing out the lottery with Tyler Hero, shooting guard, six foot six, one ninety five, out of Kentucky. And uh, I echo what Jeff said. This dude has got ice in his veins. He can hit the big shot, and uh, they need a guard to step up in that shooting guard role. They really haven't had a defined shooting guard there in Boston. Um, and I think that, that Hero will step in nicely there as Boston because they've still got Terry Rozier. They can still retain Marcus Smart. they still got Brown. They've still got uh, Tatum is going to be okay. I mean, yeah, losing Horford and Kyrie, they may not be a team fighting for a title, but I think they're going to be, a, they're going to have a nice young going on. So I think Tyler Hero is a great pick there. All
2: right. Uh, so that takes us out of the lottery, correct? Yeah. All right. So we're into the what could be considered the places you just really don't want to be. You're kind of in no man's land for the next few picks. Teams that aren't horrible but aren't a, aren't good. You're either. looking at like eight. You're
1: looking at like eight seeds in the playoffs now. Yeah, as these we are the teams that
2: are, Yeah, they're just on the fringe. So we'll start it off with the Pistons at fifteen, 8
1: This is an interesting team. There's a lot of people saying they need to trade Blake Griffin. And just start over. Some people are saying keep Griffin because he proved that he can fit into Detroit. And he's a hard nosed player, and he would fit in very well there. I have them taking Keldon Johnson, sophomore from Kentucky. He's a, sm- a shooting guard, and can play small forward. That's a very lacking position for the Pistons. He's six foot six, two hundred and fifteen pounds, and could fit in nicely there next to Reggie Jackson. Griffin and Monroe, they've got the pieces there. They just need some depth. They really need to try and, and land maybe a free agent if at all possible. I don't know their contract situation, but I think Keldon Johnson would fit nicely in uh, Detroit.
2: 2.0.
4: I've got him taken. I believe this is how you say it. Mikhail Alexander Walker uh, from Virginia Tech. He's a shooting guard. And as Nate said, they need a shooting guard. We just differ on who it's going to be. Um, He had a a good year with uh, the Hokies. And uh, they about uh, upset the Blue Devils there in the Sweet 16 round, a game that I actually picked them to upset them, but they couldn't convert a layup there at the end of the game. But uh, anyways, I believe that would help their uh, position. I don't know about uh, if they should trade Griffin or not. It's probably one of those things where it's, if they did, it's not going to be a horrible idea. And if they didn't, you know, it's, they're probably going to stay mediocre. Uh, so I'm not sure what the best route for them would be. Is he, be at,
2: is at he right point. at that time of his career where his worth is probably maybe starting to decline as far as the trade goes?
4: Well, I would say he's in his late 20s, would not you, Nathan? 28, 29? Maybe
1: even 30 He's he's, he's prim- getting close to hitting his prime So uh, I don't know we'll, ping, we'll wait
0: so... and see there Alright, fair enough uh, oh. uh, Alright,
2: moving to 16 The Magic Nate. Um, I have the Magic
1: And they're in desperate need of a point guard Like I'm talking about We're talking desperation point guard here But there's really none here to be had, and I don't think you want to reach on a point guard at 16. You should just go ahead and fill at least the shooting guard role. I have him taking Romeo Lankford out of Indiana. He's a freshman, 6'6", 210 pounds. He's a great shooting guard, plays very, very well uh, uh, in in Indiana, and I think he'll fit in nicely in Orlando. They've got uh, they desperately need a point guard, though. They, they cannot. They have to find a point guard from somewhere. So I'm going to go ahead and have them take Romeo Langford.
2: Yeah,
4: Jeff? i also have them taking Romeo Langford. Uh, I think the, hey. the one that they said was on him was uh, he, he is a good shooting guard. He, he needed to work on his shot and adapt to the NBA uh, from college. So uh, and He's a freshman. He's, he'll have some time to do that. Um, but...
1: Well, he can play behind him in
4: as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they'll... It'll feel a need, and as you... They'll be a good uh, role player off coming off the bench, possibly, and as you say, they really need a point guard. Maybe they, uh, might, uh, try to tr- make some trades themselves. I don't know if they have any equity or anything to move up, uh, very far, but, um... And they could always trade for somebody else, I guess, at a starting point guard in the league or whatever. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Anyways. and, and I'll, I'll be
1: honest, DJ Augustine didn't do a bad job for him last year. I mean, that, granted, that's not your point guard of the future, but he did a right. he did a yeah. fine job.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh,
4: he was uh... all
2: right. Okay, uh, the at uh, seventeen, with the last of their three picks, the Atlanta Hawks, Bates.
0: Well,
1: Atlanta, I've had four straight here shooting guards, but I think Atlanta grabs one here. I have them taking Nikhil Alexander-Walker from Virginia Tech, shooting guard, 6'5", 205 pounds, and this guy had did wonders in Virginia Tech and took the Hokies to the first NCAA tournament they had been in in a long, long time. But uh, he's a good shooter, can play defense well. That Virginia Tech team had a great defensive team. And I think Atlanta could definitely value a good shooter beside Trey Young, and I think he would be a great fit there.
2: Jeff?
4: I have Atlanta taking P.J. Washington, power forward. Uh, Washington's got great touch uh, from outside. He's a good outside shooter already. And I know I might get criticized for them taking another big guy, the so third one of have had them taken, but – I just believe that something they really need to feel a need there. And uh, I have Atlanta taking uh, Washington. All right.
0: Uh,
2: The Pacers at 18. Uh, Jeff, who you got?
4: I've got the Pacers taking my favorite Tar Heel this year, Cam Johnson, uh, small forward, UNC. uh, Was lights out uh, from three this year. I think he could step in right away and be a good three-point shooter. He's another one kind of like Rowe from the uh, UK. Doesn't not afraid to shoot the three uh no no matter what time the game is and uh I believe that uh that'd be a good choice for them. So I got uh, Indiana taking Cam Johnson from North Carolina.
2: Mate. I have uh
1: Indiana Going with P.J. Washington, 6'8", sophomore out of Kentucky. He's a power forward. And like Jeff said, got good touch. And I think he's going to be a guy who steps up and plays very well in Indiana because he can play almost immediately behind Sabonis and just give more depth to that Indiana team uh, who underachieved when Old Depot went down last year. But I think they would have been a real threat there. So I'm going to go with Washington at that position.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, at 19, who gets to go and listen to Pops? Nate. Well, nobody drafts better in
1: this position than the San Antonio Spurs, uh, mainly being they have such luck with these guys in, uh, that are foreigners. So I have the Spurs taking Goga Bitadis, center, 6'11", 250 pounds, From Georgia, and I don't mean Atlanta. So uh, the Republic of Georgia, he's 20 years old.
4: I had actually thought about taking him there as well, Nathan. And uh, actually, he dropped a little bit on my board. But uh, I have him taken, I can't say this guy's uh, first name from Florida State. He was a power forward. His last name is Kevin Nell. Pengelly, I believe is how you say it. Is that right? Uh, Florida KB, State. Oh,
1: Mifondu? Yeah,
4: Cambigley. Yeah. okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Something like uh, that. Totally botched that one. But anyways, he was the sixth man off the bench, really, on uh, both sides of the bench for them this year. I watched a lot of you – and know, I watched a lot of uh, Duke and Carolina's games uh, and ACC, and then Florida State had a really good year. But he came off the bench, and uh, – I believe this type of guy that uh, Pops would like to have on his team. He plays a power forward position really well, and he should have been starting, obviously. Uh, but uh, anyways, I believe San Antonio is going to select him.
2: All right. So I think that pick, Nate, your pick might go go back to Georgia, I think. <laughs> uh, at number 20, the Celtics get their second pick.
4: Jeff. Uh, I've got Boston taking Bo-Bowl from Oregon, the center from Oregon. That uh, has got
2: to be the stupidest name in sport.
4: <laughs> or
2: close. Oh,
4: just behind the newt, right?
2: <laughs> well, I kind <of>, kind of, sort <laughs> of wonder what the thinking was there, but anyway.
4: Anyway, yeah, um, obviously he's, uh, I mean he's he's going to provide if if they take him he's going to provide them with uh, big stature on the team and uh I actually had thought about uh having them take uh, go go on my list as Nathan had San Antonio taking but uh I believe Boston will take uh Bobo with the 20th selection. Is
2: he is he not considered a project to some degree?
4: I believe he he is, oh, yeah. and I believe it's a Brad Stevens type challenge. So that's why I have him going there. Because I see, I don't know
2: about you guys, but I see that 7'2", 210 thing, and I go, okay, seven two maybe too tall, in this day and age, two ten not big enough. Um, what what's he gonna do?
4: You wonder if he's uh, quit growing.
2: Well, the weight yeah. you can put on the weight you can put on. They can make him a pot belly two
1: thirty easy. Yeah, I mean, you gotta gotta have him put on some weight. But uh Jeff, I'm gonna agree with you. I have uh the Celtics taking Bull Bol center, two hundred and ten pounds out of order. Bull Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I believe uh you know, them losing Horford doesn't doesn't help in this in this pick. Uh and I think Bull Bol could turn out to be either one the, one of the biggest projects that never really develops, especially with his injury, or he could get better and turn into one of the better players in the draft. Uh, we'll oh. just have to wait and
2: see, but I'll go with Bull Bull as well. You know what's worse, gentlemen? His real name is Bull Manute Bull. <laughs>
1: yeah, I knew that, actually.
2: Good Lord. I guess Manute didn't uh, no ego on on Manute there, I guess.
1: Well, it's a um, tribal name, and it means, uh, I think it means like spirit uh, of God or something. Oh,
2: they live in cartoon a city of millions. Tribal spirit. <laughs> that <laughs> nonsense. All right, anyone, we're moving to 21. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Nate, Oh uh,
1: Oklahoma. Uh, OKC Thunder, I have taken Cameron Johnson, small forward, six eight two zero five. He's a senior out of North Carolina. Oklahoma City is not looking to build. They are looking to win. They feel that they have the pieces to win, and adding this piece here beside Paul George, beside Russell Westbrook, uh, and moving Jeremy Grant over to his more natural four and putting Cameron Johnson in, a guy who can play right now. He's got that pedigree and can step up and play, uh, he'll be a good fit with Oklahoma City. In my opinion, I think he could can step in and be a solid player for them.
2: Yes,
4: I have Oklahoma City taking a small forward also, and I echo what Nathan said. They're ready to win now, not uh, tomorrow or five years from now. But uh, – yeah, you, know, you would have thought that, too, when they picked, they had Westbrook, Harden, and uh, Durant, but you know how that went. But uh, I have them taking Matisse, Bull, I believe is how you say it, from uh, Washington, small forward.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, right. I see him. Not, don't know, I do not know much about him, so...
0: Yeah, that's fact, a uh, that's
2: a weird one. Play, that, that, I know I know nothing about him. Well,
1: any any players out of Washington are kind of a gamble, especially for people like uh, you know Jeff and myself who live here on the East Coast. You know, it's kind of hard to keep up with everything. So
2: well, I understand that's, Washington is another place though where they're in a like they don't play anybody.
4: like Gonzaga, Arizona. Yeah, you know they're kind of in a.
2: They're kind of in a division where they're sort of you know them in Washington state, and they're kind of the perennial powerhouse because there's nobody else there so yeah, I mean that means he's not a good player, but you don't really you can't the stats may not mean that much from those from those guys so uh, anyways, where does that leave us at number twenty two yeah. So we're at 22, the last of the Celtics picks.
4: Jeff. Uh, Have the Boston Celtics taking Keldon Johnson, shooting guard from UK, also could play small forward. And, again, uh, I took his teammate, uh, his teammate Tyler Hero at UK, I have the, him getting selected by Boston as well, so uh, anyway, both of them are shooting guards, but Johnson he can, as Nathan touched on earlier have him dropping a little bit, but I believe uh, he can definitely pick or play the small forward position as well, and, uh, and really with uh, Steve, Brad Stevens, you know, all all those guys uh, play every position so uh, that he picks or whatever, from point guard to small forward, uh I believe that would be a good selection for them. I don't know if he'll drop that far or not. I had him dropping that far, but I believe Boston will take him with the 22nd pick. Big Nate.
1: I will go here with Boston selecting Ty Jerome, a shooting guard, 6'5", 195, out of Virginia. And this is another guy who I know I had him taking Tyler Hero earlier, but this is a guy who has what's defined as a killer. Uh, who can just put up shots, and he has a good handle. He plays tough, makes the right passes, shoots well, and he he's even when he's guarded tough, he's hard to to match up with. He can play outside or inside when need be, um, and I think the Celtics love a guy like that who can who can be a guard and play that that small that big position when needed to. So, I think uh, Ty Jerome will will can go to Boston. Even if they do take a couple of shooting guards, there's nothing wrong with with kind of doubling down there in the first round, especially with all the picks they have.
2: I know. All right, at 23, the team with the sixth coach in the league, the Utah Jets. Nate? Well, Utah
1: shocked the world today with a huge, huge trade. But I don't think it's going to change my pick for them. I've got the Utah Jazz selecting Carson Edwards, six-foot point guard from Purdue. He's a two-hundred-pound point guard. He's a junior. Uh, they that, do get Mike. That Utah
2: doesn't have the pick, right? This pick is now belongs. Does this pick to, now? Does this pick now this belong a, to? Uh, does this pick not? Did that, was that not? Yeah, this is not. Does the it go to, to Memphis something? now? Yeah, this just pick belongs to Memphis. So I don't know if that changes your well, actually that pick, will but,
1: <laughs>
0: that absolutely but will. But change, you're working
1: okay.
2: But you're working when you made the pick. It was you. When I made pick, this pick, so. I
0: was
1: going Carson Edwards. Um, I could probably rearrange some stuff if need be, uh, from yeah. Memphis. But um, since I'll definitely be wrong on this, I'll t- I still haven't taken Carson Edwards because by the time I rearrange everything, it'll just be a mess. Yeah, uh, I'll
2: just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, so Carson Edwards, point guard, Purdue. I'm not really going to go in. Jeff?
4: I have the Grizzlies taking uh, Ty Jerome, shooting guard from a national champion uh, Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, Nathan talked about him last pick. Uh, I believe with Memphis getting uh, Morant, uh, point guard, they'll have as uh, Nathan was talked about how he has killer instinct, and he, and really he would be somebody at. Brad Stevens would love to have on his team. He's his type of guy, smart, uh, uh, basketball uh, uh, IQ is probably out of this world. So, uh, But anyways, I believe he'll drop to uh, Memphis and they'll select him.
0: All right. Uh,
2: that takes us to 24 and the NBA's answer for dysfunction, the 76ers. <laughs> Jeff.
4: I have Philly taking Kevin Porter, uh, shooting guard from USC. Uh, I know we've taken quite a few shooting guards here the last few picks, but uh, I believe uh, any of those guys, uh, I think Johnson or Jerome, all, all those guys could go there. Uh, but I I got them uh, selecting
2: Kevin Now, Porter. do you think
4: if they worked them out?
2: I don't know if they did or not how much money is on that the first thing they asked him to do was lift his hands over his head
0: <laughs>
2: and sir can, uh, could you take a jump shot and could we see it
4: <laughs> who was it they picked last year and uh they had somebody that was them there uh, his they his had Miles Bridges for they they yeah, took, or right. they
1: they took Miles Bridges uh was it Miles they traded him it was one of the Bridges guys. It was uh, – I know My, no, Miles is in uh, – From
4: Villanova, uh, yeah.
1: Charlotte. Is in Charlotte. And this guy was uh, Mikael. Mikael Bridges. They drafted him. Traded His mom worked done. for the organization. They traded him for Zaire Smith, who never played a game this season, was injured, and a Miami Heat pick, which they eventually traded again. So, Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: There's somebody in that front office that likes paperwork. Drunk the process. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I
1: have I have the 76ers taking a... And, and I, I do like that pick there, Jeff, honestly. If I had thought about that, I might have went that same route. But I have them taking Grant Williams out of Tennessee. Whoa. He's a junior power forward. 6'7", 240 pounds. They're really lacking at the power forward position. And um, they really need some help there. They have Joel Embiid, uh, who plays really well, but he's more of a center. They usually use Ben Simmons down low more than anything. Um, And that power forward spot's a spot they've neglected for a lot of years. So I think Grant Williams, he's a, a young guy. He's just a junior, but he could come up and be kind of an undersized power forward and step into that Philly rotation and do some good stuff for them because they're going to need it, especially with the offseason is just a mystery right now for them.
2: Yeah, they're a mess. I don't know how they went from potentially so good to a mess in three-quarters of the season yet again. It's amazing. Um, They put the fun in dysfunctional. They certainly do. Uh, Number 25, the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Nate,
1: go ahead. Well, every year I say Portland needs to stop picking guards, and every year they don't listen. They always pick a guard. <laughs> um, and But I, I'm going to go ahead and say they may finally get their head out of their ass and not take a guard this year. But watch, they probably will still take a guard. Um, I got them taking KZ Acapala, small forward, 6'9", 210 pounds from Stanford. Um they got some good play out of their big guys this past year, but Alfarouk Aminu is not an answer at small forward. I'm not saying acapala is going to be that guy either, but he's young, he can develop next to Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, who every year there's a rumor that one of those two is getting traded and it never happens. Uh and they usually take another guard. They took Anthony Simons last year. Um so I think uh, a, a nice small forward with them would fit, and Acapella does that.
2: Jeff?
4: I have uh, Portland taking, uh, and I'm not going to have them taking a guard either, Nathan, but uh, you you had them going to Philly. I got Portland taking Grant Williams, power four from Tennessee. uh, uh team that had a really good season. Uh, they should have two or three players get drafted. The volunteers will. But I believe they'll beef up their front line and take Grant Williams Uh, Well, that settles it. They're
1: definitely taking (laughs) a (laughs) guard.
2: Yeah, more than likely. All right, so that takes us to 26. And the Cavs back on the board. Jeff?
4: Well, uh, I had them taking Culver uh, with their first pick, the number five overall pick, a shooting guard. And I'm going to have them taking a small forward this time, Admiral Schofield from Tennessee, Grant Williams' teammate. And uh, I believe that would be the best selection for them. After, as you, you know, we touched on Colin Sexton being the point guard. I believe they'll go, uh, Jared Culver. Then they'll take Admiral Schofield, who had a terrific season at Tennessee, and really I think, uh, and it, he, I think he improved his draft stock by having uh, the, a good NCAA tournament. And uh, and sometimes that that can be uh, a bad thing for some GMs. They look at the NCAA tournament, how teams, how players will do, and they'll think they need to rise up uh, in the draft or whatever. But uh, I think this would uh, be a good selection for the Cavs. Besides the point that he had a good year.
2: Knight.
1: Um, I have the Cavaliers selecting a power forward. Nicholas Claxton from Georgia, and I don't, and I do mean Atlanta this time. Uh, power forward, six eleven, two fifteen, sophomore out of Georgia. Just a big body uh, can get underneath, and he is he shut down during his workouts, and that means somebody has probably made a promise to him about the draft. Uh, so he just stopped, stopped doing the workout, but I think he could do a lot for this Cleveland team, in my opinion. Uh, he only averaged 8.6 rebounds in college, uh, but in the NBA, he's got a lot more room to play. So I think they'll go with uh, with Claxton there. All right.
2: Uh, 27, Brooklyn Nets. They might as well just keep going, Nate.
1: What a fun team Brooklyn was last year, and uh, they've made it clear they're not going to re-sign Russell um D'Angelo Russell. Looks like Ky- the Kyrie Irving show is on its way to Brooklyn. Uh, they still got some good talent, uh, especially the big guys there. But they need a-, a knockdown shooter. And the one guy with the biggest ceiling at 27 to be a knockdown shooter that's still on my board is Kevin Porter Jr. from USC, shooting guard 6'6, 215. Uh, Tim, if you were looking at my draft earlier, I have made some modifications since um since then. So I do have Brooklyn taking Kevin Porter at this point in the draft. I see. All
2: right. Jeff. Uh, I
4: have uh, I have Gogo uh dropping to the Nets and uh what's how do you say his last name? Bidded Z. I think it's how you say his last Bit
1: day. of D's is what I'm going to say. Hey, go go! How about a bit of D's?
2: Yeah, from we'll with the that.
1: country of Georgia, center.
2: So. Wow, I believe those. Thank you, sweat. Tim. <laughs> wow, nice. <Nate. laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, well, we're we're starting to get in. Like I said, we're starting to get into pretty murky waters here. Absolutely. Uh, At that tw- that 28, uh, the runners up, the Golden State Warriors. How odd does that sound, even now? Um. Weird Jeff
4: I have Golden State Tank and Eric Paschal from uh, Villanova, Power Forward uh, Lots of experience there and I believe they need uh, Depending on, you don't know what's going to happen With the Warriors So it's kind of a roll of the dice Taking a Power Forward But uh, if I'm not mistaken Is, is Draymond going to leave Or is he staying Or
2: yeah, well, how, much, my opinion, how much do they have to cover the fact that maybe neither of those guys comes back now or can't come back for that matter?
0: Well, i will
1: have to wait and see on that. I think Draymond's gone. I think he walks. I think Clay will resign. Durant may take his one-year option uh, just to get paid to be hurt. There's rumor that Thompson could come back as late as February or as early as February, I should say but we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm going to take Golden State here, looking for that replacement, looking for that guy underneath. Uh, Mufondu Kab- Kabingel, power forward, 6'10", out of Florida State. He's a sophomore, 255 pounds. Um, and I think they're going to look for him to maybe step up. And I won't say be a replacement for Draymond Green, although this is close to where they got Draymond Green, Green in the draft. So I think he's a good body, a big piece that could fit in there with Golden State. And honestly, according to a lot of the mock drafts I've seen, this is him falling. And he can handle plays beyond the three point line, and that's a big deal to Golden State. He actually shot thirty seven percent from three for a guy that's six ten. So he would fit in very nicely in Golden State.
2: Two leader?
4: Uh, I gave my pick. Uh, Did
2: you?
4: Yeah. So was that yeah he whole, went it, first.
2: Was, uh, oh, it must have been totally overwhelming that I missed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. All right, moving on then to uh, the twenty-nine hole, the Spurs, and another pick in the uh, no man's land. <laughs> Jeff. Uh,
4: I I think Nathan had KZ like Paula going four or five picks earlier, maybe. I uh, have San Antonio taking him, good, smart player, uh, small forward position. Um, I don't – what's uh, – I'm drawing a blank here. Who's the small forward that went there from Toronto?
2: No, um, oh, DeRozan.
4: Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how much time left I on can. his uh, – two guard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he could – I mean, he was mainly shooting guard, but he can play – uh, I, I believe both. he's got a
1: few years left on his deal, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Yeah. But anyways, I, I have them uh, taking him.
2: All right.
1: right. Now Jeff's got me curious on that. Um, hold on. I'll tell you. DeMar DeRozan <laughs> has uh, guaranteed one year left with a player option in 2020. So he's guaranteed to play there next year unless they trade him. Um, I have the Spurs – and what's one thing the Spurs can draft? Again, foreign guys and smart white guys. And that's what Dylan Wendler is from Belmont. He's a 6'8 senior, 195 pounds, played under Rick Bird at Belmont, and he could make a 10-year career in the NBA doing what he does. Um, he played in an NBA-style system. He can actually rebound pretty well. Good floor spacer, can pass in and out of the post, shot 43% from three, averaged over 21 points a game. The dude averaged a double-double at Belmont, for God's sake. Um, And I think Pop could take a guy like that and easily turn him into a very similar Manu Ginobili uh, and really mold him in a way that uh, a lot of people couldn't. So I think Dylan Wendler could... Could thrive at Belmont either at the two or the three. Remember, the Spurs still have Lonnie Walker coming back, and I think he's going to be a great player as well. So, and next year they get their starting point guard back who missed the whole season. San Antonio is going to be tough.
2: All right, so that gets us down to the last pick in the first round, the Milwaukee Bucks. Night.
1: Well. What do you get the team that on paper has everything? Um, I have Milwaukee taking a shooting guard small forward. He's 6'6", 200 pounds out of Washington. Matisse Seibel. Again, kind of an unknown coming out of Washington. But I think he has potential here in this part of the draft to be a steal from Milwaukee. He can go learn behind guys like the Greek Freak. He can learn behind Malcolm Brogdon. Chris Middleton officially came out and said that he is opting out. So, if he doesn't stay, they could have a guy who could be a a nice role player and step up there as well. So, I'm going to go with Milwaukee taking uh, Matisse Theibel from Washington.
2: All right. Jeff? Uh,
4: Nathan had Dylan Wendler going last uh, pick to San Antonio. I have him going to Milwaukee. Uh, he gave a really good analysis of the year he had there from Belmont, shooting guard from Belmont, and I'm not really going to touch on it again since he did. So uh, I have the Bucks taking Dylan Windler as he right. he did talk about uh, losing, possibly losing Middleton, uh, so that they're one they're they're going to have a void there, and uh, I believe he'd be a good pick there for them.
0: All right,
2: well there end us the first round, ladies and gentlemen, a grueling. 80 minutes for the first round. <laughs> <laughs> you think that you. was
1: grueling. You just wait till tomorrow night, sir.
2: Yeah, where they, where they do this. Uh, yeah, the uh, they're on the clock. The Knicks are on the clock. We all know who they're going to pick. They've got 62 minutes to decide, and they will take 61 and three quarters to pick who we all knew they were going to pick, and they could have picked in the first 12 seconds. True. But off, Tim, I don't think. you have a,
1: don't you have something that you want to bring uh, up? Uh,
2: well, I don't. I don't think we're going to have time for that, man. Uh, I think we better get uh, our picks in. We've got time. We can go. We're get our
4: picks in. We first. Got... Yeah, we'll get nah, we'll, we'll go ahead get him right through the second round. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Second I think we better beat. make the second round. If uh, especially, I think we're, Jeff probably might be on a time constraint also, so he might be. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, or Or semi one anyway. Uh, let's just go to thirty. Let's go right to thirty-one. No, uh, what is
4: Brooklyn? it? I'm curious now.
2: What? Oh, my all, uh, my uh, Canadian supplemental NBA draft? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 Yeah. well, if I get into it, it's going to take at least 15 minutes, boys. <laughs> I'm not well, sure you really want to we, go well, down. Well, we can
4: go through the second round and then. Let's do the second
2: round, and then if, if we're going to go over, we'll go over with that. Okay. All right. Sounds all right. good. That makes sense. Okay. Uh okay, so let's get right at her. Thirty one. Brooklyn Nets. Nice.
1: Uh I got Brooklyn going with the six five, two hundred and forty pound small forward from Tennessee. He's the senior Admiral Schofield. Jeff talked about him earlier, so I think Schofield goes at thirty one to Brooklyn. All
2: right, night. Oh night, 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 night. I was doing the uh, soundboard there for a minute.
4: Uh Jeff. <laughs> uh I have Brooklyn taking uh drop dropping a little bit. Nicholas Claxton from uh Us New- uh UGA mm-hmm, so from, from the
0: for university.
4: Power Forward. Yes,
2: yes. All right. Uh that's a good pick I think. Um could be. The Suns got another pick at uh, thirty two.
4: I have them taken Luka Samonic from Croatia, power forward. Uh,
2: oh, there goes our foreign pick, where Tim sits at home going, what? <laughs> um, I had
1: Phoenix going a different direction. They had bad luck with Dragon Bender, so I think they're going to stay away from foreigners. Um, I've got, unless it's uh foreigner four, oh, but uh, I have the Phoenix. Taken... It, That's right. Nas Reed from LSU, freshman uh, power forward, 6'10", 255. This dude is a tank of a power forward, and I think that's something they could use a little toughness down low with DeAndre Ayton, and Nas Reed brings that. All
2: right. Uh, okay, who did the Sixers ruin at
1: 33 and 8? Boy, the Sixers, uh, I believe they have back-to-back picks here, do they not?
2: They they, they do.
1: certainly do. Okay. Well, the first life they're going to ruin is Talon Horton Tucker, small forward, 6'4", 235 out of Iowa State. He's a freshman. He's young, and he could develop into a nice player. Uh, And there's some question marks about Tobias Harris, so that's why I think they take a small forward here. Um,
4: I have Philly taking uh, Bruno Fernando, a center from Maryland. And Bruno Fernando sounds like a – To be a WWE wrestler. Yeah, I was going to
2: say, I was almost (laughs) going for San Martino joke, which is getting loaded. It's getting loaded, but to beat me to
1: it. Hey, guys, wait just a minute here. Wait just a minute. Uh, We may end up going over because we got a man on the line. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: TR. Yo, yo, yo.
2: Thomas, my friend. How's it going, bud? What
4: What time it is.
2: We're it's draft
4: time he's, he's in time to listen to philly's picks
2: it's vader yeah.
4: time you're all wrong
0: It's, it's vader time. Vader
2: time. <laughs> nice
3: you're right It is. well uh this will probably be a limited appearance and then i don't know if the guys are still talking later maybe i can call back but uh i don't know what you covered i don't know what you're thinking um Hesitant congratulations to Tim for that uh, Raptors beating the um the uh, G League team of the Warriors in the finals with all the injuries.
2: <laughs> You're not far uh, out, sir.
3: But Kawhi Leonard made me look really bad from all the stuff I said about him last year.
0: Boy, I he said there's no
3: way he could I said there's no way he could come back after playing nine games and, and just jump right into being in a top three player. And that motherfucker's a robot because he still don't give the press nothing, uh, but he was incredible. And Uncle Dennis is still making his every move for him. So he's a weirdo, but I'd love to have him here.
2: Load management, baby.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look what happened to KD. Uh, Look what happened to Clay Thompson. So. Yeah, maybe Kawhi is the smartest guy, and I'm the dummy. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
3: um, I want to talk about players while I have the time. Shoot. Sure. Uh, Zion Williamson has had everybody and their grandmother try to pick holes in his game, take apart his size as you know, lack of height, Sickness, whatever. Fuck that. He's going to be the first Zion Williamson, uh, in my opinion. He's underrated. He's the biggest draft number one draft pick, as far as impact, in my opinion, since LeBron James. Talk about DeAndre Ayton and Markel Fultz. You fucking kidding me? Them too. You know, <laughs> you,
0: you got
3: you got a bona f- you got a bona fide superstar, and people who are picking at him. I mean, the guy. The last interview I saw with him, all he did was rave about his stepfather and his mother. He's a mama's boy, which is always good. Um, Tim, I know your mom's had something going on. You know, I hope everything works out.
2: So far, Um, so good, sir.
3: Yeah, my mother has a broken, free fractures in her pelvis as we speak. So, you know, when I hear, when I see and hear the guy, uh, saluting his mom and said he's going to go wherever his mom goes, and he's always did what his mom told him and things of that nature. And then very Shaq-like complimented his stepfather as teaching him how to be a good human being. And then I, I looked back at the dunk contest from high school, and R.J. Barrett wanted to be his friend. It wasn't vice versa. And uh, the kid out of uh, Vanderbilt uh, supposed to go fourth. What's his name? It's, it escapes me a little right now. Anybody?
1: Out of where? Out of, I'm sorry. Out of
3: Vanderbilt? No,
0: oh, Garland. Garland. Darius Garland.
3: Darius Garland. 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 Garland, yeah. Darius Garland was like, and he's matured a lot in in one year, but he was literally a fanboy his eye on. His eye on was just kind of awkward. Like, dude's got no ego. I mean, for for the guy that's that's been doing all that stuff that he's did in college and high school and dunk contests and – you know, could play the point, could play the power forward, could probably play a six-six-five if he wanted to. But um, and for the naysayers that he can't shoot, I, you know, nobody on Duke was lighting them up. And whenever they needed somebody to shoot, he'd pull up and swish a three. I mean, his percentage wasn't that high, but you know, he's a developing guy, and he, you know, uh, the sky's the limit for him as far as I'm concerned. Fuck the Lakers being favored. LeBron James, uh, I think he's 47 this year. He's 47 or 48. He was out eight months with a groin and executive producing the wall. And now he's got Unibrow, who's, uh, if he wanted to pick him for his fantasy team for 30 and 25, that's fine. But Unibrow don't want the ball with the last two minutes. So, you know, they'll make the playoffs, but that's way overblown. Um, what the hell else is hot? Mike Conley going to Utah? That's a nice little pickup. They're kind of Utah, Denver. They're they're just going to be good. They're not. Uh, it's not championship in my opinion, but nice pickup there. And that pretty much says that Memphis is all but told you they're taking Ja. Um. What else is new? What am I forgetting that's hot in the last couple of days?
0: Hmm. Kawhi LA about Clippers
3: it. most likely Collide LA Clippers, if not staying in Toronto, as I alluded to earlier, it's up to Uncle Dennis. But wherever that motherfucker goes, he's a watching the Sixers series. Possession by possession, uh, he was amazing. He, he, you know, all the talk about the game's changed. Uh, you got to shoot the three, which he can, but. He never forgot about the Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like 20-footer, 10-footer, 15-footer, and never missed them, never missed free throws. Stud. I got got all props in the world for him. But he wants to go to the Clippers uh, or Toronto. Uh, The Knicks are the most cursed team. I think Jeff Baldwin sneaks his ear to our show once in a while because he tweets me here and there. And uh, the Knicks are his team. I mean, I like the young talent for five years from now if they don't do nothing goofy, but that put a damper. KD getting hurt like that. Um, And a lot of people, I mean, I'm going to jump off topic because who the fuck is Kyrie Irving, by the way? (laughs) Uncle Uncle Drew's ass ruined the Celtics who were a damn good team. And he had an incredible shining moment when he shot that shot while Steph was guarding him and they won the championship, yada, yada, as a second banana. Ever since he's been a first banana, I don't want no fucking bananas. Keep that fucking guy <laughs> out of here with his, oh, Kyrie. Like, they're put, they always talk about him like he's Kawhi and Kevin Durant. He ain't shit, man. I mean, he's shit, but you know what I'm saying. He ain't. Ain't that level? And Oklahoma, Kyrie's middle. changed his mind. He, yeah, he's, he's you know Jimmy Butler ish. Um, Kyrie might go to uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. No sleep till Brooklyn. Beastie Boys, great song, but no play, <laughs> no playoffs, no playoffs in Brooklyn. If 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 he's the, if if it was him and KD, okay.
0: But
3: Kyrie ain't no top. And now is going to be out a year, probably. Uh, can you guys still hear me? I'm under something.
0: No, yeah, didn't. we can hear
3: you. That's a great for him because he's like right at the prime time of his career where he could prove himself to be just the guy that joined up with Golden State. He could have went somewhere and maybe did something. And I don't think, just judging from history, they, they always bring up Dominique, but even Dominique wasn't as good as he was. I mean, he was still an all star player, but that's a rough injury for Hoopers. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so the Knicks got snake bit there. If they were in the running to get KD and Kyrie as a second fielder, Stalking. Campbell Walker, but, he want, you know, he wants to take more, less money rather and stay in Charlotte maybe. I'd like to see that guy get somewhere where he could play with other people because he's a hell of a player. Um, who the hell else do I like? Uh, I think Cam Reddish might surprise people. He dropped because he kind of faded away in the Duke mix, but uh, I might be speaking out of loyalty because – a buddy of mine is best buddies with his father. He's also got a younger brother who they say is better than him, but we'll have to, co- you know, cover that in years to come. But, uh, I think Cam might surprise some people wherever he lands. Uh, um, there's an over under bet, whether taco fall will get drafted at all. I would take that. I th- or not an over under a, a yes or no. And, I think the odds are against it, but guy 7'6", that can actually have court awareness and really improve his game, I, I don't think that hurts in a late second round. Um, damn, I, I was all fired up. But come on now, I can't remember half the people I was going to talk about. Um, <laughs> just to, Did you guys all do a quick top, uh, top five?
1: Oh, yeah, we're going through the whole draft.
3: Uh, Can I hear all three of your your, uh, top fives? Not that I'm going to agree, disagree, or anything. I just want to hear where you're at.
1: Just me and Jeff. Uh, Here's mine. New Orleans, Zion Williamson, Memphis, John Morant, New York, R.J. Barrett, New Orleans, DeAndre Hunter, Cleveland, I have Darius Garland. Jeff, your top five is the same as mine except for Cleveland, correct?
4: Uh, Right. I have Jarrett Culver going
3: fifth. I mean, I I don't really have any major arguments with that. Uh, R.J. Barrett, the pro style is more set up for him scoring. I don't know how patient the Knicks fans in New York and Fizz will be, and especially Dolan. A lot of people don't want to go there because of the owner. Um, But R.J. Barrett, he is Canadian. And, you know, we established that none of them are tough except the hockey players. But... uh, (laughs) He is a talent, but he's all left. I mean, in the pros, he can get away with that shit in high school and even Division One at Duke to a degree. But show me a, a tape of him going to his right five times, and I'll be I'll be amazed in the history of his basketball career. If 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 you just go and and stop his left going to his left, which is difficult. I'm not saying he's James Harden, but he can score from you know with his left hand going, driving a hoot. But if if you just force him to go right, he, he's got a lot of developing to do. I mean, they're not just going to say, here you go, bro. Iso, take me left. He's got, he's got some bumps, but I think he'll be a good pro. I think Moran will be a good pro. I think Zion's going to be an all-star game-changer kind of pro, and I think that. L.A. is going to be still a disaster. I think they'll make the playoffs, unlike this year. But LeBron James, five times undefeated, except with that fucking uh, robot Tom Brady. But I don't know, man. He was out with a groin injury this year. I know this is an unpopular uh, opinion, but I still believe in Lonzo Ball. His dad's kind of uh, still lingering around and hitting on Jalen Rose's girlfriend and all that, but, (laughs) you know, I still believe that Lonzo Ball can be a a point guard. I'm sure all three of you all are aware that Brandon Ingram, besides his regular injury, has a similar condition to Chris Bosh with blood clots and irregular rhythms and shit like that, and... That scares me for his health, number one, but I think he would have developed into something. I think the Pelicans got a great young face uh, if, indeed, Zion Williamson goes there, embraces it, and, you know, wants that to be his town. Um, I, I'm looking forward. I'm giddy. I'm giddy for tomorrow night, and then I'm giddy for July 1st. Uh, oh,
0: yeah.
3: A, a renewed interest because I
0: could
3: well, Yeah, there you go. Um, and I and I'm really interested. I, I have no uh, hopes for the Sixers because in this town they're talking about Marcus Morris and they're talking about um, they're talking about pretty much rerunning the same squad. Uh, there's Another free agent that escaped. Well, maybe the kid from Purdue if he's still around. I mean, that'd be a pipe dream, I guess. Uh, Edwards
1: Yeah Carson um, Edwards
3: Yeah I mean I don't know who's going to fall down there But You know Sixers If Ben Simmons is still with them And he refuses to shoot I'm not going to feel good about them
1: Yeah I know I understand that
3: And I don't see him going anywhere But
0: I don't oh, see no, Colts he's going anywhere
3: either
1: True so. Colts did leave
3: Yeah. So I am uh, not going to reveal what I'm doing at this moment because that could be bad for me. But (laughs) I uh, didn't mean to dominate the talk. I just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, You guys can agree, disagree. I'll listen later. and may call you back or something. I don't know. But uh, I'm back to where I got to be. So got a jet. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to touch base with you guys after the, after the draft.
1: All right, man. Good talking to you yet again.
3: Oh, wait, real quick, Al Horford. How about him get oh, yeah. out of Boston?
1: Something's man. something's wrong. The state of Massachusetts, preferably Boston. Something's going on. I don't know. I, I mean, think he wanted a contract extension and uh, didn't like what they offered. Is uh, the rumor? That's what Jeff told us, right, Jeff?
3: Right, right. He's really, you know, he's long in the tooth, but that dude's a great playoff player. Um, I don't, you know, the kind of money he expects. I think like a a, shot, a spot like Dallas might be good for him, um, if Porzingis can come back and, you know, people like that. But hey, I'm out. So. All right. Thanks for talking to you. And peace.
1: Well, there goes TR with his uh, run in. And uh, we've lost Tim somewhere. Oh, no, there he is. There's Tim. All right, Tim, welcome back. God damn, internet. Uh, I got to love it. But uh, we left off. Uh, Jeff, had you made your 33rd pick yet?
4: No, I said uh, Bruno Fernando.
1: Yes, yes. So we were on pick 34. Uh, right. and ladies and gentlemen, that was being your TR run-in of the month. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, he said, he said so much in such little time, but man, miss, I wish you could be on here more with us job's got him busy. So, oh, well,
2: moving forward.
1: All right. TR or not TR, Tim, back to you.
2: All right. So we're at 34, correct?
1: Yes, we are.
2: 76ers, uh, life
1: number three, ruined. Go ahead, Nate. Um, I have Philly doing a draft and stash here. They're going to take Luka Seminic, power forward 6'11 from Croatia. He's 235 pounds. He's young. He's 18. He's going to develop some. So they've got a lot of roster that they need to worry about um, free agency wise. They'll draft him, stash him overseas. All right,
2: Jeff.
4: I have the Sixers taking Darius Bazley. that how you say it. Is it Bazley or Basley?
0: Yeah, Basley Bazley, Bazley. Bazley.
4: Small forward, power forward. I um, actually have not had anybody uh, take Carson Edwards yet, and uh, TR touched on him. And do you think if he would last there that Philly would uh, snag him?
1: I don't know. It's one of those things where TR is uh, – he wants a new point guard. So maybe he's wishful thinking on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, right. He
2: he also uh, in his defense, not saying he's right on that one, but in his defense, he also tends to be uh has a hand on the pulse of what's going on in that city.
0: He
1: does.
2: Quite often. He does. So he, he he may know something that we don't there. So He might.
1: He very well yeah, might. So
2: I, I wouldn't, ruin necess- wouldn't rule that out. Wouldn't rule it out necessarily with him. He's come up with some other stuff, and we've been laughing at him since. I hate Markel Fultz. And he oh yeah. Wrong about the and has he been wrong about the seventy nah, sixers? He yet? was he but, was one
1: hundred percent right about Mark. He's been
2: Fultz. right about he's been right about most of it. So yeah, I, I, when he talks about the 76ers, I tend to take it with some uh, authority. So anyhow, uh, to thirty five on the
4: Atlanta Hawks. I have the Hawks taking Carson Edwards, point guard from Purdue.
0: Well, there you go. There you are, So, he's
2: on somebody's list. Well, Wait. I
1: had him. I had him go in the first round. So, uh, yep. I have the Hawks. I have the Hawks taking Bruno Fernando, center out of Maryland, 6'10", 240 pounds. I just beef up that front line a little bit.
2: So Isn't Fernando. he? Uh, is he the guy the I wrote that song about?
0: God. Fernando. <laughs>
2: No, no, no. All right. You are fired <laughs> you, can't fire. <laughs> you can't fire me. I live in Canada. That's true. Baby. I can't. Um, Charlotte Hornets <laughs> can't. at
1: 36. Fire Canadians. It's an affirmative yeah, action. thing
2: We're just immediately rehired with a raise. <laughs> Anyhow, Hornets at 36. Nice. Great um. Exists.
1: Daniel Gafford, power forward center out of Arkansas. Sophomore uh Hornets again beefing up that power forward spot and that center spot where they need the most help. He's six ten, two hundred and forty pounds. That he could be a big help to them.
4: See you later. I have the Hornets taking Jalen or Q. Is that how you say his name? L-e-c-u. E C U I'm sorry, L E C Q U E.
1: Yeah, I believe Leque. you're right.
4: Point yeah, or student guard Leque
2: or Lecq or, or something. Lecq, as in cousin to Pepe Lepeau. Same guy?
0: No? Maybe? All right.
2: Uh, where are we here? Dallas Mavericks make an appearance at 37.
4: Jeff? I have the Mavericks taking Nas Reed, center from LSU. Or, and he can play a power forward position. Either one, six ten, six eleven, a monster. Uh, not necessarily the Shaq from LSU, but he's uh, be could be an impact, especially on B. So I have Dallas taking him. Yeah,
1: he reminds me. He reminds me of the manimal, uh, Kenneth Fareed. But I'm gonna take Dallas taking, lugenth Dort, shooting guard, 6'4", 220 pounds, out of Arizona State, the freshman. Uh, they really need that shooting guard position. They've got Luka Doncic, they've got Chris Depps Porzingis, and now they need to get a shooter to go along with that. So I got them going there.
2: All right. Uh, the Chicago Bulls at
4: 38. Jeff. Uh, I have Chicago taking Terrence Mann, shooting guard from Florida State, not the Terrence Mann off the field of dreams, but uh, <laughs> Terrence the man. There you go. Uh, He had a uh, solid year at Florida State. They, uh, You said they went pretty deep in the – I think they got beaten in the Elite Eight maybe. Uh, Yeah, I believe
0: they
4: did. He killed, right? I can't believe – I can't remember exactly who might have beat them. But anyways, uh, uh, I believe that – not mistaken, Michigan might have beat them in the lead, and then go to the final four. But uh, anyways, I believe that uh, Chicago could use some help in the shooting guard position. Especially if I haven't taken Kobe White, so uh, Yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I've got I've got Chicago going with Darius Basley, small forward, uh six nine, two hundred and ten pounds. Skipped going to uh I believe it was North Carolina State that he decided to skip going to – no, Syracuse, excuse me, Syracuse. He skipped and decided to prepare for the NBA draft instead of going to the G League. Uh, so I think Basley goes to Chicago. Could be a uh, kind of a wild card pick there where he kind of is like Mitchell Robinson. He didn't go and fell to the second round, but Robinson turned out to be a diamond in the rough. All right. Uh, so that takes us – to the Pelicans on their seven hundred forty eighth pick at thirty nine. <laughs> um, I have Any, the Pelicans anyone. taking. <laughs> I'll, I'll take. Uh, I have the Pelicans taking Moses Brown, a center, seven foot two, two hundred and forty pound freshman from UCLA. This guy is a tank, and he's got some developing to do. He's got to get better, but imagine putting a, if Julius Randle resigns, and if Moses Brown turns out to be a good enough player, putting him a seven foot two monster just as a rim protector out there, with guys like DeAndre Hunter, uh, Julius Randle, Zion Williamson, Drew Holiday, and players of that caliber could end up being in about three to four years the most dangerous team
4: in the league. I have. New Orleans taking Chuma Okiki, okay, small forward, power forward from Auburn. They got it. Tory's ACL during the tournament. Yeah. Um, of course, he's not going to be back probably until the middle of the year. But uh, I believe it'd be a, uh, if he does come back and get uh, healthy, maybe the same player that he once was. Who knows on that type of injury in the NBA? But uh, I believe it'd be good, maybe a good project for New Orleans uh, talent-wise if he's goes back to the same player. Uh, But uh, anyways, I believe he'd be the best available there. I don't know if you had him in your uh, second round anywhere being taken, but
2: uh, Um, I I
4: I have the Pelicans taking him there.
2: I'd like to see the uh, Pelicans refer to their starting lineup as the five fishermen. (laughs) Kind of like, you know, the four horsemen sort of deal. Yeah, yeah. No?
4: All right,
2: moving Mm. forward. Number 40, the Sacramento
4: Kings. Whoever... uh, The Kings taking Daniel Gafford uh, from Arkansas. I think Nathan had him going two or three picks earlier. Um, Yeah. Power forward, club play the center position. And like she said, they'll beef up their big guys.
1: So... Well, I have Sacramento taking Shamori Ponds, point guard from St. John's. He's a junior, only 180 pounds, only 6'1", kind of small. But he can be a a decent backup for DeAndre Fox, who's proven to be a great point guard and can really develop. And I think Ponds could really step up there and get some solid bench minutes for the Kings. He's
2: the uh, heir to the Ponds' cold cream fortune. By the way. Son of Jesus. He is. Look it up. That's he really? the, Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks. I have the Atlanta Hawks.
1: There. I have the Atlanta Hawks doing a draft and stash here, taking Dividas Sirividis, small forward, six foot eight, hundred ninety pounds. He's only nineteen from Lithuania. Got some developing to do. A couple years from now, could end up coming over being a he, nice uh, piece.
2: He didn't get to play with her against the Ball Brothers by any chance, did he? Possibly. Living from Lithuania, maybe, eh?
1: Possibly. I don't
2: know.
4: 2.0? I have uh, Atlanta taking Louis King, Louis King, from, uh, he's a small forward, power forward from Oregon.
2: All right. mm, that's, okay, a name. that's a Yeah, that's out there a smidgen.
1: Louis King, wow, that's a name I hadn't
2: Louis I have him in my
1: draft But
2: <laughs> I like it Oh good lord I have him. Him. Yeah, he does. Uh At 42 Yet another What is the Philadelphia 76ers just trying to Like destroy whole Neighborhoods or what
1: well, they basically remember they traded ninety uh, percent of their process guys for second round picks, just so they could trade those second round picks for more second round picks.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, because they got another one after this, yes. Oh 42, yeah, 76ers. Nate, talk. Eric Paschal
1: from Villanova, senior, six seven, two hundred fifty five pound power forward, big body, kind of undersized for the power forward position in the NBA but could turn into a decent prospect for the 76ers. And he's a hometown guy. Maybe they'll draft him and trade him too. Who knows?
4: (laughs) That's what I was about to say. Jeff? I haven't taken uh, Kyle Bowman from uh, BC. He's a point guard.
2: From D College of Boston? Yeah. (laughs)
4: D, Boston College.
2: D, Boston College. How can I hate that? Those
1: Ohio State assholes.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, what? The one half that loses them. all the time? That one?
1: Half so
2: of them, them can even spell Ohio. Yeah. Hey, look well, at them. They, they, they can. Walk. They just spell it wrong.
4: They can't. They don't <laughs> have dot the I.
2: It's O-H-H-I-O-H. <laughs> you know, Ohio. Uh, anyhow. Uh, the uh, the mighty Timberwolves. At at 43, Nate, you might as well take this so that you can feel the pain.
1: I got us taking yet another power forward, Jalen McDaniels. Power forward, 6'10", 190 pounds from San Diego State. He was the sophomore. Um, I don't sleep on this Wolves team, though, in terms of second-round picks. We did get Keita Bates' die-off last year from the Ohio State, and um, he's actually been a pretty solid little role player for us. So uh, who knows if we get McDaniel's? I, I think maybe he could turn into something.
4: Well, it's been Go a ahead. while, but it's been a while. But uh, me and Nathan agreed on one. I, I have David hey. McDaniel's going there as well.
2: Okay, How about, about that. Happened?
4: Uh,
1: it's happened question. a couple times this draft. We've agreed more right. on this draft than uh, most people probably would.
4: Yeah. All right. Um, especially after the top three, I think we've had eight or nine the same.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, at 44, the Atlanta Hawks. Again, Jeff.
4: I have Atlanta taking Justin wright Foreman, point guard, shooting guard from Hofstra.
1: Ooh, look at you busting out some D2
2: guys. Ho- Hofstra. Well, well.
4: Yeah. I oh, have guys, the – I but that, That's where why. Hofstra's in Georgia, so that'd be a homer pick, so I just figured –
1: True, very true.
4: And that made. It I have Atlanta, how many picks Atlanta has? Six or seven picks this I year. Think
2: they got a six, bunch. I know six. that. I was just going to count. Two, They've got three, at least five.
1: Three, if not more.
2: four, five, six. Six. Hey, good picks. call. Too damn got, many.
1: Well, they got ten percent of the draft, roughly, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
2: And then what's worse is we'll be talking about them again, that they don't have any players. That's true.
1: Um, I'm going to have Atlanta taking Zach Norvell Jr., shooting guard from Gonzaga, 205 pounds, 6'5". Uh Another Gonzaga guy. People love to draft him, but they never really amount to much. But, uh, yes, yeah, I'll take uh,
2: Norvell like a, Jr. Sounds like a NASCAR driver to me. Uh, at 45. <laughs> sounds like uh, a NASCAR the, <laughs> Nothing don't NASCAR drivers. Zach Northout Jr. You're not wrong. <laughs> he's in <into> the Ford. Uh, <laughs> Need the
4: adjustment.
2: At 45, the Pistons.
4: Jeff. Uh, I have Detroit taken. Isaiah Roby, uh, small forward, power forward from Nebraska.
2: Look at these schools that Jeff is <laughs> pulling from. <laughs> he's, he's busting them out, man. Well,
4: I got to watch. Uh, he watched. He got to watch him a little bit during the. Uh, we get a lot of big ten games here on TV. Unfortunately. No, we really do. And, uh, yes. It is. Don't we? we? They have like Ohio State and Indiana on it, like three o'clock well, only, on CBS.
2: The only thing yeah. I know
4: about Nebraska is there's,
2: corn there, and they used to be good at football.
4: Football. Yeah, about twenty years ago. But yeah, I think. uh oh. Good selection for them there. Good role player. Yeah.
2: Fair enough.
1: Um, oh. I have Detroit. Detroit, right at forty-five.
0: Correct. Right.
1: I have them taking Terrence Davis, shooting guard from Old Miss, hundred and ninety pounds. Uh, just a little solid fit there for the Pistons, who are going to need some help. I know everybody. Every pick I've had says been a solid pick, but uh,
0: well, I think game, Terrence Davis fits. Uh, just is
2: there a young miss? <laughs> it's not old. It's old, O-L-E Not old. old. Okay, so it's young. Y o u n g e. Fair enough. Oh, shut up, Jesus. <laughs> so that's ladies and gentlemen. We apologize.
1: That's for Tim's bad jokes.
2: That's not a bad joke <laughs> If there's an old miss, one would be led to believe there'd be a young miss or a new. No, miss. No, it's
0: not old. That's... It's just oh, that. Well, what is you know, like oh,
2: like, that's
1: Good old, good old Tim or yeah, good old that's Jack. Good
2: old Tim, yeah. Not old, yeah. not old. Good old. What does O L E mean? What, mean? what is the meaning good. of old?
1: Like that's all. Oh, that's just old. What's his name?
2: It's a Southern thing, Tim. Yeah, you Canadians would have no. You guys. I'm... I mean, I guess. Yeah. No. Well, okay, fine. Whatever. Screw you, West Virginia. <laughs> no East Virginia. Makes no sense. All right, uh, uh, at
1: 46, the Orlando Magic. right makes... Chuma Okiki, uh, because the Orlando Magic have Markel Fultz on the bench, and he needs someone to talk to. Um, I'm no, uh, they don't care to. They don't care to draft guys who, who are hurt and let them kind of heal up a little bit. And Okiki, if he heals up, could turn into a steal in the second round.
4: Oh yeah, I agree. I had New Orleans taking him a little bit earlier, not too much earlier, but uh, I believe if he gets back to where he was, he's, he had a great year at Auburn and let, went pretty far oh, in yeah. the tournament. And they might have won their. Uh, if, if he does get hurt, who knows what happens.
0: He's healthy. They
1: may win the whole thing.
4: Right. Uh, I have uh, Orlando taking John Tay Porter, a power forward center from Missouri.
2: Nice. Where's this where's this Missouri you speak of, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Show me state baby. Show me. <laughs> All right. Well, you're just moving the board around. Good. Uh forty seven, Sacramento Kings.
4: Jeff, uh, pick someone I...
2: from a school we've never heard of.
4: Okay, uh, I can't this time, but uh I wanna take my guy, Kyle Guy, point guard shooting guard from UVA, the national champion, Mr uh ice, uh, water in his veins,
0: Oh yeah! get all the
4: clutch shots down down the stretch, and uh, I believe the Kings will take him.
1: I have the Kings going with Jalen Horde, a power forward out of Wake Forest, a freshman. He's 6'9", 215. Uh, just a young guy that they can put into that young team.
2: All right. At 48, yeah, we're going to get some interest here the LA Clippers Nate Let's talk about this pick.
1: Right, this actually is a big pick for me because I have the LA Clippers taking Taco Fall, 67290 center from UCF. Ooh. And his last name should be Bell, goddammit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get drafted because my god, he's 67. At worst, he turns into a rim protector. And you can get a rim protector that late in the draft, you might as well.
4: Um I've got the Clippers taking Terrence Davis from Young Miss. <laughs> I told oh, you here we go.
2: <laughs> I told you there was a young miss.
0: <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I hate
2: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. <laughs> I owe you one, buddy. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've tickled him. Yes, you have. Yes,
4: you a There was a young miss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, uh, we'll move on from that, because we've all had a young miss that we probably don't want to be talking about. Uh, 49. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs. Uh. I have the Spurs
1: going Arturs Zagers, another foreign player that they can draft and stash over in Latvia. Uh, Point guard, 6'3", 170 pounds. Let him develop and get a little bigger. I believe he's only 19 years old, so I'll have uh, the Spurs taking the young point guard. I
4: have the Spurs taking Adam, I think how you say it, the from France, Hmm. shooting guard.
1: Okay. We're both thinking along the same lines.
4: Yeah, Spurs, <laughs> but, uh, foreign players yeah. and Spurs.
2: Yeah. yeah. Did he, <laughs> he play in the uh, Did you play in the Normandy League over there in France?
4: Uh, Not being
2: serious. Not uh, he may have. I
4: thought that was a I thought I thought that was a D-Day joke.
2: Who? <laughs> <No. Ooh. laughs> <No>. Me?
4: <laughs> Tim?
2: No, I was the deadly serious. <laughs> no? All right. Fair enough. Nobody knows? Sure. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, that was, an, that was a Latvian and a guy from France at 40 to 9. That was interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: uh, at 50, the Pacers. Jeff, talk to us.
4: I have uh, the Pacers taken. Jordan Bone, point guard from Tennessee, had a solid wow. year, went far in the tournament had a solid year. Bon.
0: <laughs> the bone was <laughs> said, solid.
4: Yeah. Said <laughs> how, much, how much shit did
2: you, do you think that kid took he growing up? Bone. <laughs> how many kids went over to his name and added an R to the end of it? Crap like that. Oh, yeah.
4: Let you me know a he's a big
2: the guy. Kid. How, how big was he? Maybe he was a big kid. Maybe he didn't take too much shit. Maybe not. You never know. Although with a mimic like bone, <laughs> it's it's there for the taking. But anyway, Nate,
1: I have Indiana taking Zylan Cheatham,
2: power forward from Arizona
1: State, senior, six foot eight, two hundred twenty pounds.
2: That's I'm pretty sure that's Cheatham, and I'm pretty sure he must be taking a law degree.
1: More than likely.
2: Fair enough. Uh at fifty-one, the Boston Celtics.
1: Right. I have the Boston Celtics taking another center. I had him taking ball bowl, bowl earlier. I'll have him taking Jonte Porter here late from Missouri, the show-me state. He's a center, 6'11", 210 pounds.
2: From the show-me
4: state, eh? Yeah. yeah. All right. I have the Celtics taking Jalen Horde, a small forward, power forward from Wake Forest. I had enough, you know, with Boston taking um, enough shooting guards already today, so <laughs> oh will another position. They got to fill up that G League team. Yeah, somebody's got to go there. At this All point, right, you yeah. know that's what they're doing. They're, this is pretty much for eleventh, twelfth man or the D League team. You know. Yeah. At this point. Basically. So, well, this is where this is where I don't mind if you take start taking your
2: your crazy picks. Yeah. Because these are pretty much kind of nobody really knows it, unless the guy's been injured or something like that or had a really shitty attitude or something and really dropped. You probably yeah.
0: aren't.
2: You're pretty much guessing at this point. So, uh, Which leads us to the Hornets at 52.
4: I have the Hornets taken. I think Nathan had him taken a little bit earlier in the second round. LeGwince Dort, shooting guard from Arizona State.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, I've
4: got I've got the
1: Hornets taking Daquan Jeffries, 6'5", 215-pound small forward out of Tulsa, Uh, another small forward in a a position that they need help in. Tulsa.
2: Tulsa, one of those teams that when you kind of see it in the brackets, you get nervous.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: You're not sure why, but you get nervous. All right. Watch out. 53. The
0: Jazz.
1: <clears throat> well, with this pick, it will be the pick that sends our listener, the lovely Rachel Miller, into fits as the Utah Jazz, with their coach Quinn Snyder,
0: takes Sagaba
1: <laughs> Canate from West Virginia, the power forward, center, six foot eight, oh two hundred and fifty pounds. And if
2: there's a if. If Mister Tanate is looking for a wife, or at least a date, <laughs> maybe not a maybe not a wife, but if he if he needs a date, I think we could probably arrange that. With me. Right. <laughs> <Shit. laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That's a that's a pretty big.
2: Uh, that well, he, he he actually, he can make that team.
0: Actually,
1: I'm not even going to lie. I am going by the on this pick by the fact that he was in Utah the other day uh, doing a workout on his Instagram story, and I'm going. You know what? Utah may surprise somebody and pick him late in the late in the draft, and uh, they got a pick there. He's a big guy. He's a good shot blocker. Pair him with Rudy Gobert.
2: You never know. Yeah, I can think of worse picks. We'll talk about one next. Uh, Jeff.
4: Uh, I've got the Jazz taking O'Shea Brissett, small forward from Syracuse.
2: Conkeys. Now, Lou just jumps up and down.
4: <laughs> Sweet Lou's <laughs> <Liz>, fist i <pumping>. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. PBQ, uh, Sam.
2: Uh, anything anywhere near New Jersey. No, if it's in New York, New Jersey, and it don't matter what it
1: is.
2: Syracuse, uh, is there, a little bit of a haul up from New Jersey. Yeah, but he, he yeah, claims, but he claims, but he claims to him. Canada. He <laughs> claims them though because it's new, you know. That's close enough. Wow. And, True. Uh, that yeah, was a
0: Rutgers
2: and Rutgers guy. Rutgers, yeah. It's hard to a guy cheers for the Devils. I mean, in hockey, believe I mean, it or not,
1: believe it or not, scores. more people from New Jersey come to uh, West Virginia University than they do go to Rutgers. Yeah, they do. That's true. The out-of-state tuition well, is cheaper than Rutgers.
2: How hard does it get, is it to get into Rutgers versus West Virginia? Uh, you can
1: you can pop a top on a beer, you can get into West Virginia. That's oh, kind of what I'm sure
2: really any college we're talking about, that really should be the criteria. <laughs> shoot a rifle. Oh, yeah, you got to be able to shoot a rifle. <laughs> you can take a squirrel at 110 paces off a fence, post. Hey,
1: you laugh you laugh, but Jenny Thrasher won the gold medal in the Olympics a few years ago while a junior at West Virginia. Thank you yeah. very right. much. I will not they usually laugh. win the
2: rifling championships. Okay. I would not laugh at any human being who can handle a rifle. All for they it. actually
1: host the rifle championships this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm
2: all for they it. God, I spent a lot of my younger years shooting squirrels and uh, other odd things that wouldn't hold still. <laughs> and did after I shot them, but anyway. Uh, let's go to 54, where the Philadelphia 76ers are finally done with their experiment in trying to snuff out all life in the state of Pennsylvania.
4: Nate? I have the Sixers. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeff. Go oh, ahead, go ahead, Jeff. go ahead. I have, Matt, I have the Sixers gone. taking Joshua Obese from Germany. He's a point guard, shooting oh, guard. Man.
2: Stay in Europe, Joshua. Stay in Europe. <laughs> Well, I can have you, the okay, Philadelphia. Can you 70- hold on you oh, go ahead? Then I'll ask. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I have them taking Jalen Norwell, point guard, shooting guard, two hundred pounds, six four, from Washington. He's just a sophomore.
2: Okay. Can you decline if you're drafted by someone? What is the process for refusing to go, and how long do you have to wait? If, you say um, you they, if that. you're
1: drafted by that team, they have your bird rights. Uh, basically, I think you have to, because Rubio declined to come to the Wolves for years and stayed overseas. You don't have to come play, but in order to go All to a different right, NBA right. team, you have to be uh, – either your rights have to be traded or they there's can basically no, hold on to
2: There's no arbitrator or – Something like okay, let's let's say what if two guys get together and they just can't come together on a contract?
1: Well, it's not necessarily no, the, the NBA contract. The NBA contracts there's really no negotiating for rookies. You pretty much get what you get from where you're drafted.
2: See, because there's one thing. See, yeah, I guess you can't do that in the NBA. Like in hockey, you can. Uh, let's say you get drafted, you're 18, out of junior. Uh, you mm-hmm. can opt to go play NCAA and after two years if you stay in school I believe it's two years might be more but if you stayed in school and finished your degree you can uh, re-enter the draft hmm. they lose your they lose your rights and you can uh, you can take another shot at it
1: that's the thing you can't draft the NBA you can't draft a guy who hasn't declared himself for the draft that's the thing
2: I guess so 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 then what what, what, ta- what makes a a guy like Joshua Obisi decide that he's got any shot in the hell of making the he just doing well, anyway, can.
1: foreign guys can play overseas still. But you and now the rule is you can go back to college if you don't get drafted. But a lot of these guys can either go to the D League the G League or if you're drafted from overseas the players can have their rights basically obtained by that team but they can stay and play in their country. They can basically stay in Germany and play. And, and
2: if they develop, okay, and if you, the team will bring them over. If you've never signed with anybody, a team can still trade your rights to another team?
1: Yes. Yes, they can.
2: All right. Okay. Fair enough. That is what I needed to know. Uh, let's move on to 55 because we're almost there. Uh, the New York Knicks. Night.
1: New York Knicks. Uh, Jeff's guy, Kyle guy, shooting guard, six one, one sixty five, 165 out of Virginia. Uh, is a junior, good shooter, and good shooters you can always take a chance on, and the Knicks will take a chance on this shooting guard.
4: I think he'd be okay, or I'd be okay with that. I don't think he would, though, being drafted by that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, I've got uh, the Knicks taking a point guard. His name is Jalen Hands from UCLA.
2: UCLA.
4: I had a him once on my, basket... my
1: draft, but I removed him.
4: A once
2: the basketball powerhouse, now a disgrace.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tracy Murray still represents them, so they're okay by me. Not
2: a disgrace, but they were once the. I don't know, East Coast or West Coast basketball kind of lost a step or two in the last twenty years. It oh, It is not what it once was. That's for sure. Uh, all right, 56, L.A. Clippers.
1: I have the Clippers taking Jalen Leck, point guard, uh, 6'4", 185. Uh, skipped out on playing with North Carolina State to prepare for the draft, so he's a USA guy.
4: Yeah. I Too think late. I had him taken a lot sooner at Charlotte.
0: Uh-oh. Yeah, you did.
4: But uh, I'll tell you, I've, I've got the Clippers, you just – said this guy's name a couple picks ago, Jalen Noel from Washington, point guard, shooting guard.
2: All right. Uh, Pelicans with their last pick of what seems like a handful. At uh,
1: 57, Nate. I have the Pelicans taking Joshua Obisi, point guard, 6'6", 195 from Germany. They've got so many players. This is a, a basic draft and stash for the Pelicans.
4: Uh, I have the Pelicans taking Taco Fall, center from UCF.
2: Taco done falls all the way to fifty-seven.
4: Yeah, and I believe mm-hmm. uh, TR is right on that. It's going to be right on the border. Maybe he's going to be late. It's going to be late.
2: Okay, so uh, we got what three picks left. What is the process? Uh, so there's only two rounds in the NBA draft. Uh, That's it. How is a free agent signing? You can pretty much sign whoever you want. Is there what are believe, those Basically,
4: bets? it's almost probably you can better sign,
2: to get.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you're going to sign free agents, and basically they will go play summer league, and they'll be on your summer league roster. Some of them will go to the the G League rosters. Some of them will go back overseas and play, and usually those guys develop overseas and play overseas, and some of them get better and come back and try to make the squad uh, in summer league next year some of them just end up staying and playing overseas professionally for a few years. Yeah.
2: Not unlike hockey, then. Uh, yeah. 58 uh, Golden State Warriors.
1: I have them That's taking Marcus.
2: Circuit. I have them taking Marcus.
1: Luzada <laughs> Silva. Small forward, 6'6", 190 out of Brazil. Just 19 years old. Golden State, this is a, a late round draft in stash.
2: Sounds like a luchador. Jeff.
4: Had uh, the Warriors taking Allen. S- Smellergic. That's
2: an interesting. How far from Serbia. I'm sure okay. So that did not be might not be Smeller then. The a <laughs> Serbian nightmare.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh lord. All right, that's 59. The Raptors get in a pick. Jeff.
4: I've got the world champion Raptors taking Kanate from WVU.
1: There has been some rumor to that, apparently. But uh, I have the Toronto Raptors taking Lewis King, small forward, 6'8", 195 from Oregon.
2: Well, The Raptors are definitely well known for taking really off-the-wall project picks.
1: Andre Bargiani. And
2: and they've done it, yeah, and they've done it like in the top 10. So they have no fear at 59 of picking Lord only knows.
0: Oh, clearly. I mean,
2: mean, that's where where the Raptors, they break every rule and they pick a woman at 59. (laughs) Brittany (laughs) Griner. (laughs) Why not? If there was somebody coming out of college that you thought might have a, and if nothing, also, the publicity and all that would be pretty good, although they don't need it, but.
1: <laughs> they don't need it right now.
2: Can you actually draft a woman? Is that is that against the rules?
1: I have no idea.
4: Mm, I
2: don't uh, know either. I I
0: can't say yes.
2: No. I would think they would probably want to protect the WNBA, so I would imagine that that might not be. Although, boy, if it was an official rule, that that probably don't work very well either. Um, True. I don't know. Anyhow, there we well we we were we've reached the long end, at number sixty.
0: Mr. By now, every
2: everybody in the stadium is asleep, except for that one kid who's still waiting.
0: Mister uh,
2: Irrelevant. The Sacramento Kings. Go boys, fight. go ahead, Nathan. I have
1: Mister Irrelevant in my draft, being the man that led the way in three-point shooting. Because if you're going to take a draft pick and you need a gamble, you might as well take the best three-point shooter in the NCAA, Fletcher McGee, shooting guard from Wofford, 6'4", 200 pounds.
4: Nice. Nice pick. I've got the Kings. I think you took this guy early in the second round, Nathan. Talon Horton-Tucker from Iowa State, shooting guard. Fall, fall forward. I, did.
1: I did indeed. And that
2: gentleman is the the drag. And now, as paramedics go around the building resuscitating people who have passed off, very Hundred forty
4: minutes later. I was
2: just looking for uh, uh, last the last picks. Has anyone ever come out of that spot? Uh,
4: the last pick. The, boy, the last pick of the, drag? of the dragon?
2: Yeah, out of the sixty-hole,
4: the 60
2: last, last day Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah, how did that happen?
1: Not the Detroit Not the pick.
2: The, uh, oh, the other okay. The irrelevant the one. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty. He was an all-star in Boston. Uh, yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. I don't know. I just wondered cause, Hold on here. Uh, I don't. I, I know it's never happened in hockey. Um, well, here's here's has this. Seven rounds,
1: but here's this: the best second round picks um, in NBA in the last decade. Chandler Excuse Parsons, Nikola Jokic, Pat Beverly, Jordan Clarkson, Hassan Whiteside, Yoran Dragic, Isaiah Thomas, Mark Gasol, Draymond Green, and DeAndre Jordan.
2: Okay, so a couple of decent players, but uh, no perennial all-star types in there, really.
1: I mean, DeAndre Jordan was an all-star. Marcus
2: Gasol was an all-star.
0: Well, Raymond Green an was an all-star.
2: all-star. Tremont, Chandler Parsons was an all-star. Isaiah Thomas was an all-star. I didn't say millennial all-stars. I said perennial
0: all-stars.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. These are you guys that Nate, are you poking a bear? I ain't poking nothing. Yeah, I remind you, don't poke the bear, Nate. I know poke. Friendly, friendly reminder from your friends up in Canada, don't poke the bear.
1: <laughs> you get one trophy in Canada, and suddenly y'all got the big head.
2: You, get, well, you only get one poke at the bear up in Canada, too. Don't laugh. We had some people tell us once we were in Jasper National Park, and the bears were really bad. We are telling people, you know, don't go out on the trails or nothing. The bears are crazy right now. And we actually had a guy from somewhere in the southern states. I don't know where. But he had a really bad accent, even more than you guys do, to me anyway. And he told me I was nothing to worry about because uh, bears up in Canada were domesticated. <laughs> 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 I thought, well, <laughs> well, sir, if you'd like to go <laughs> test that <theory> out, <laughs> you
0: might be my guest.
2: I'm not coming anywhere near those bears. They're not those fuzzy white ones they show you on TV every once in a while when they're trying to sell you Coca-Cola. They're not those guys. Those lovely Uh little fluffy white polar bear types. (laughs) So we're 22 minutes over, boys. Um, That was bad as I thought it would be.
1: Nah, it could have been a lot worse. Go ahead, Tim. Let's hear what, you, uh, what it you've takes got.
2: A, you know, it just takes a while to... Uh, Who cares? It's
1: not even 10-30. No, 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 no. no. On- I'm
2: oh. talking about the draft. Yeah. Not going oh, help. okay. My bad, my bad. All right. Well, so well, we put together, me and my crack staff, which is Frank, basically. Uh, the uh, I don't quite know how to explain it. You try to get uh, basketball, uh, you know... It was Frank and Storm helped. Yeah, Storm. Well, Storm is in on everything that's any good in this house. Uh, Trying to get, you know, about more basketball awareness throughout Canada after the Raptors' big big victory. So the NBA kind of got together, and they let me pick uh, from a very, I must admit, a very limited list of uh, people I could uh, take on a tour of Canada. Uh, so we did get lucky. So uh, Frankie's the general manager of this team, so he made the picks. We oh, did God. get lucky, though. We got that Quinn Snyder was named the head coach, unaccepted.
0: Wow. We like that. And the that. minute
2: after, and the minute after that happened, I got a text message, and a special assistant to the coaches, of course, Rachel Miller, duties to be <laughs> determined at a later date. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
2: we won't. We we know very much not to step in front of Rachel. She does whatever she yep. wants with our with our approval. So, in no particular order, our first pick from uh, Delco High School, uh, uh, Tom, Ro- Tom Robinson III. Um, <laughs> uh Six foot five for 327. I don't know if that's right. That's just what we've got on the file. Uh, shockingly slow hands, apparently. Uh, built a bit like a Yeti, apparently. And according to this... And according to this scouting report, deceptively slow. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that means. Uh, 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 the, the positives, however, uh, shoots free throws like a young Shaq. So that's pretty good. And uh, players uh, that he resembles would be maybe a clone between Robert Tractor-Trailer and Charles Barkley. <laughs> Tractor-Trailer. Holy wow. shit. So... So there you go. Um, the second guy that uh, Frank selected from the uh, West Virginia men's league was, uh, Ed Bogus. Uh, of hmm. course, Nate's, Nate's, familiar with Ed. I don't know if the uh, Jeff is, but.
4: Oh yeah. Uh, I know he is.
2: All right. Well, uh, apparently the, the, the report, uh, Frank sent me was that, uh, Ed is voracious appetite at the basket. Apparently. I'm not sure <laughs> what that means exactly, but, uh, there is some concern about his fluctuating weight and his uh, reoccurring fork-related thumb injuries. Uh, I, you don't know what – Frank goes deep. Uh, although he did add that he has excellent eye-hand fork coordination. So that's important, I guess. Uh, he's a really good team player. And uh, Frank uh, finished it off with uh, he is the Larry Bird of Buffet's. So I'm not exactly sure what that means either. But, uh, coming from yeah, Park, back, you can't be sure. Um, okay, and I know this guy you're quite familiar with. The third, with our our third pick was uh, right out of man High School. Josh Jabari Kwame Brown, <laughs> <laughs> who I know you guys are quite familiar with. Uh, apparently, he's a solid passer. Hell of a guy with uh, picking the tunes for the pregame. Um, does really, really good with the ladies uh, and speaks fluent nerd, so that's pretty good. Uh, he also said he reminds him of a, a, a what is this here, Frank Junior you're scribbling? A cross between Steve Nash and any other white basketball player you can name. <laughs> um, so I don't know about that. Uh, In at number four, See, now I've went out out after saying that the Pac-10 was overrated. I've went out to the West Coast and Frank is selected from uh, Oxnard High School Armando the Latino Lightning Martinez. (laughs) Now, those of you who listen to the show know who Armando is, but uh, Frank says apparently he possesses unbelievable speed he has a six point that's the 40 and 6.0.
0: Wow.
2: Well, that's not a, that's not unbelievable speed, but maybe to Frank, um, <laughs> apparently if you've got a solid jump shot and as uh, a rebounder and he's uh, modeled his game after Canadian legend, big country. So you got that <laughs> working for you. They <laughs> so got that working for you. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Oh, here's one for Nate uh, from Logan High School, Nate. Oh, boy. Nick Special Delivery Hoff. Oh, look out. Who apparently is a multi-sport threat. Because he was up here in uh, in Canada, I believe, for a while. And he uh, he's uh, learned curling lacrosse and moose tipping. <laughs> uh, Frank says he does everything okay but doesn't do anything great. He's got some uh, great upside with some effort. And for some reason, I don't know if this makes sense to you guys, uh, he, he reminds Frank of Rafe LaFrance.
0: No.
2: I don't know. Um, no. All right. Apparently that's not even funny. Frank, keep with it. Uh, no. Then we got uh, Scott Roberts, of course. Uh, Nate knows Scott Roberts. Uh, I out, do. Of the U of, uh, out of the University of Arizona, I'm going to assume. Um Apparently he's so good you don't notice when he's not there. Did you know that Nate? <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> oh that pop Nate. I like that. Yeah. Uh Frank Tesney <laughs> looks pretty good in a toque. That's pretty important. And he's uh, landed some he's landed some big endorsement deals up here already with uh Canadian Tire and Subway, eh? So uh, yeah. And he reminds uh, Frank very much of Christian Leitner. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's good I don't know if that's good or not either, but uh <laughs> we'll wait and see. Then uh Frank decided we really needed some veteran presence. So he went out there and I'm not I don't know how the hell he talked them into it. But from the University of Marshall. Mm. Stephen P Stephen P knew. Oh man. Uh, Frank says he's a versatile all around court colonel because he was a colonel, I believe, in the yeah. uh, forces. Uh, apparently, he's got a great outside shot and uh, he can handle any offense from the point. I, I didn't know that about Stephen. Uh, Frank also gives him big marks for riding a Harley and uh, that he likes classic rocks. So that's pretty important, I guess, around the basketball court. Uh, yeah, although he can be a little tough on refs apparently, because he really knows yeah. he's pretty good. So he can be a little tough on refs. But uh, Frank uh, says he's the modern-day Hal Greer. Oh. Uh, take that for... Even I know that's pretty important. So Then, we got three to go, so hold on there. From the state of New Jersey. Oh, no. Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou! Sweet Lou, no last name. not good, just Sweet Lou. Uh, apparently, a hell of a rebounder. A total beast in the paint, according to Frank. And is known for his subtle trash talking. <laughs> also, apparently, I can see that. has an un- unhealthy addiction to pin codes. You get that joke, Nick? Oh, no, yeah. Pin, pin codes, you know. You got to put in that pin code before you can call. Oh, pin codes. Okay. <laughs> pin codes. I
0: no, thought you said pin, pin, toes, like code.
2: no, P-I-N <laughs> codes like beans. P I N C O D E S. Got an unhealthy addiction to those, apparently. Uh, and he reminds, he reminds Frank of a much, much, much shorter Sean Bradley.
0: Sean Bradley.
2: Jesus. Then, uh, to keep uh, Stephen company, because he's an older gentleman. No offense to Stephen, because I'm an older gentleman. Uh, Frank somehow convinced, out of Ashland, Kentucky, won Bob Smedley. Oh, God.
1: Look out.
2: Um, He said, uh, Bob is a pure scorer. Boy is dead in three And will shoot from anywhere. Now... He loves, to, he loves to swing To his off wing And doesn't mind crowds now, God. Figure that out uh, huh, I, don't know I, where, I don't know where Frank gets his info But uh, apparently on the also internet. In a negative Bob Smedley has Unhealthy dislike of minds yeah, I'm does. not sure What that has to do with basketball uh but Frank's uh, overall uh he said he had Jordan talent with the demeanor of Latrell Sprewell. So I don't know if that's good or not. I guess Jordan's pretty good uh, the demeanor of Latrell Sprewell though that I don't think that can be a positive. But uh Bob Smedley. I don't know if you uh, Bob Smedley.
0: Oh yeah. You've
2: heard that name before, I think. But anyway. And the last guy Another boy out of Kentucky. I got to admit, I haven't really, don't really know anything about this guy. Uh, some guy named Casey King. Oh God. Uh, apparently, he styles himself the Appalachian Dream. Um, Frank says he's insanely confident, and is a world-class trash talker. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, he tried out for the Greatest American Hero musical on Broadway, but did, didn't make a cut. I don't know if that's true.
0: That's a uh, shame.
2: He's a very physical player, according to Frank, and he has an unnatural dislike for Yokozuna for some reason.
0: Yeah,
2: a <laughs> loser. <laughs> uh, I That's just funny, Nate. Uh, pretty good bench player. And in Frank's opinion, he's America's version of the poor Steve Nash. So And there you go, there's Frank Steam. Two
4: time MVP. Don't get me started.
2: Well deserved two time MVP. Should have been three actually, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, they gave it one to Kobe. Yeah, they let Kobe have one because he was feeling left oh, out. There. God, this Oak
1: never deserved an MVP. <laughs> no, really. With
2: no. One could make well, that one could make that argument, You really could. For anybody who wins the MVP on a re- on a really good team, you can pretty much make that argument about
4: all of
1: them. Yeah, it's true. Well, gentlemen,
4: we've been well, through sixty. 60- I got one. I'm sorry, Nate. I, got, I haven't got to make okay. a '92 Rumble reference yet. So uh, let's take a, walk, take a walk, Rick.
0: Take a walk, Rick. Take a
2: walk.
1: Take a walk.
2: And why? And why can you do that, uh, Nate? Because he's Rick Flair. Because he's Rick Flair. That's okay. right. Yeah, Rick Flair. Be Batman if you can, but if not, be Ric Flair.
1: I mean I'd rather be Ric Flair. I don't even want to be that man. I'd just rather be Ric Flair.
2: No, Batman.
1: Oh, Batman? Fuck like Batman. Yeah, Rick Flair's. Cool.
2: If, if, well that was the the beginning joke was, you know, if you can be Bat you know, always be Batman, if you can be Batman. But I don't know. I no. think if you could be Rick I think Ric Flair. you could be Ric Flair, maybe you go for Ric Flair, especially I would. Especially Poontang collecting Ric Flair. 80's
1: flair baby 80's flair
2: I mean Ric Flair I'm pretty sure he's the You know the um, uh, The basis of the uh, Eddie Murphy joke where he Says that there's you know a vagina Falling out of his pockets And he just has to keep picking it up Because people wouldn't keep throwing it at him I don't know if you know the joke or not But just not No the set of words is Utter silence Oh, America, you let me down. Oh, definitely. All right, well, gentlemen, it's time
1: to finish up. We went a long episode tonight. It gave the people more than their money's worth. Uh big announcement coming next week about some future
2: things. <laughs> Speaking of your money.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, big announcement coming next week uh, about some future things headed your way from the wide men here. Some cool stuff. And uh, we hope you're interested. And we'll let you know.
0: We'll we'll put so it right. out there. But
1: hope everybody out there enjoyed the NBA draft special, the second annual, one of my favorite shows of the year. Uh, always a good time. Jeff, thank you for being our guest
2: good draft. Part Jeff. We appreciate that. Always. When are you defending your uh, your uh, trivia championship, Jeff?
4: Uh I wanna take on James off of Jeopardy.
0: No. Oh
4: well. He's a sports. What, about player, if, he what if I challenge you to a
2: uh a rematch uh, but uh, like not unlike Trivial Pursuit, uh Canadian
4: edition. You just want straight hockey?
2: No, 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 just
4: <laughs> And curling.
2: Yeah, no, because if I was gonna take you in Canadiana I'd take you with curling, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Everybody uh, loves curling. Carolyn LaCrosse. Water polo. <laughs> Moose tipping. Wolverine wrestling. Yeah, that too. No? Yeah, that too. <laughs> no tagging. Moose. Right, Moose tip. All right. Well, no, guys... We
4: should
2: we should do one where it's, well, we're talking anyway. Let me finish. Uh, we should do <laughs> one where it's maybe something like off the internet or something where maybe like all of us against the computer or something like that all
0: right
2: that'd be kind of fun
0: anyway, we'll see
2: wrap around. Right? everybody everybody's running out of news up. here except for me so I keep forgetting it's, that it's 10 30 for you guys head head already
1: definitely well anything else gentlemen before we call tonight
2: mm, sure I'd like to talk about those problems in the Middle East um well, all right, oh, that'll wrong. do it. <laughs>
0: well, <wrong
2: show.
1: laughs> all right, thanks again, everybody, for listening in. Thanks to Jeff for jumping on. We're on all the places you download podcasts, wherever that may be, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio. Uh, we'll be fixed on Apple Podcasts, hopefully by next week. Um, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Tune in Radio all, those all those good stuff. Download us, rate us, review us, let us know how we're doing. Contact us on Twitter, at Wide Jump. He's at Tileman sixty eight. I'm at MMITM Nathan. If you want to check
2: up on oh. my mock draft
1: and you don't want to go through this episode again, visit widemencantjump.com
2: and hey, my draft up there. Yes, Tim. I forgot to tell you one important thing. Yes. I uh, guess you showed up at my door yesterday. Uh, little TR back. Fucking little TR. Oh, God. Son of the like has- a bitch. Blood- Bastard's like a bloodhound. No, I had some Twinkies out on the counter.
1: Ah, uh, you Bastard did it again. i them
2: out from the border.
1: Uh, what are we going to do? Oh, so,
2: yeah, we'll look forward to that rant next week.
1: Absolutely.
2: We'll be back Only here week. To too hard. hard. Play it, you mate. Hear, Play us a little You want to hear too hard? There's Diana oh. looking like some kind of whore. <laughs> never gets old.
0: It doesn't. It's still, it still doesn't.
2: funny. Never gets old. It
0: is to this day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, everybody,
1: for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Good night,
2: everyone. This later. has been
1: episode 84. Hope you enjoyed it. See later. 2
2: see our our Jeff mentioned. looking like a whore.
1: <laughs> Good night, everyone.
0: I ain't even got to say it. That's just something they know.
1: Thanks for listening to the Wide Men Radio Network, located at blogtalkradio.com and at widemencantjump.com. Be sure to check out our blogs over at vitamincantjump.com and also be sure to check out all the other shows that we put out. You can find us on iTunes, Podcast Static, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeart Radio, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. also at vitamincantjump.com. Visit our store and buy some new t-shirts that are available now in all sizes. This show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com and by canbay.com. Be sure to visit cambay.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to get 20 free credits on your purchase. Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time for the next episode on the WIDEMEN Radio
0: Network.